heroes. It's an old-fashioned notion. A visionary, a genius, ensuring freedom around the globe. A symbol to the nation, a hero to the world. The beacon of hope, shining out across the stars. I look around at us, you know what I see? A bunch of a-holes. Possibility. You think you know how the world works? The world is changing. afternoon ladies and gentlemen you are here for a very special episode of the heroes of noise i am only one third of today's group my name is d happy avengers weekend i have so much to say so many feelings i'm feeling right now i'm so ready to talk about this this is episode 66 i believe steve right that we're on we're dedicating it to the one and only Avengers Endgame. I, I can't stand it, guys. I know. I think we should just get into this right away. But before we do, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say we have a very special guest. Maybe you caught that whole one third thing Steve was talking about. Back with us once again, just like he was last year. Let's give it up to our friend, Mr. Johnny Bucks. Johnny, what's happening? Hey, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Heroes of Noise, brother. Oh, it's a pleasure, man. Thanks for having me back. What's going on with you, Johnny? How's life treating you? How's the touring life? Yeah, it's all good, man. I've been real busy this week. I've been uh, gigging around the country. Um, drove back through the night. Got back 6 a.m. Got about three hours sleep. So I'm kind of on the verge of hysteria already. Um, I've got a JD and Coke to try and take That's the edge off. But, you know, I'm feeling all kind of feels what and emotions you? about this movie, man. It's um, I've seen it once. So, um, That's all you need. Yeah. no, 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 yeah, no, well, Steve. Uh, no, it isn't. You're very and incorrect. Any more times. <laughs> and, and also, on a side note, uh, Jack Daniels of Coke 
Very underrated drink, yet again. Oh, it's, it's my go-to, so to be good. honest. I, I, but I think it's also because yeah. I don't really drink soda very often, and I forget how good soda tastes. And I'm like, ooh, this is good. And mm. then you add in the other stuff. I'm like, oh, man, this is a solid. Like, last time it was like rum and Coke I had. I'm like, wow, this is one of the best drinks I've ever had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then Dan's the one that was like, no, it's adequately rated. People do drink that. I'm like, oh, no. Fine. Take away my wonderful, uh, my wonderful happiness. But Dan, I'm gonna start with you. Before you saw this movie, what was your view on the Marvel franchise as a whole? Okay, well, first of all, nothing's really changing because I've always been super impressed with the MCU. You have to think about it this way. I've been talking about it a lot. And you know, not every one of these movies are my favorite. That's the thing. When, yeah. Yeah. But when you think about it, they're all above mediocre, right? I think they're better than average to almost perfection, maybe perfection. I guess we'll find out soon. But guys, think about this. Okay. 11 years, Whew. 22 movies. That's crazy. Capping it off with Avengers Endgame. And yes, I pause for, for, for dramatic purposes because guys, this is something that has never been done before. Never. Never. And, and in two possibly months, will never get done again. In two months, Spider-Man's coming out. In two months. Yeah, closing out phase three. That's crazy. So they're giving us 23 beautiful movies. Again, I don't know. I think I kind of want to go back and watch a few of them over again because now yeah, I have sort of a new appreciation time, for them. Yeah. But to answer your question, man, I've always been super impressed with it because I've never seen it. No one was doing it. Like no one was doing what Dude. MCU was doing. And Dude. did they pull it off? I think they did, man. Like I'm, I've been sitting here wondering, like, how am I going to go about talking about this? Because I really am, like, truly shook. I just oh, yeah. came back yeah, from yeah, the theater, yeah. and I have so many emotions, man. I'm still processing on the second time around. I saw it twice, and um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I knew they were going to give us something that was fantastic. Whether or not it was going to stick the landing, I was pretty sure it was going to. But let's face it, fans can be pretty brutal to their to their own. They're already fandom, doing, you know. Yeah, they're already. Oh doing. yeah, it's happening. Yeah. yeah. Which of course I'm going to just. Like I'm yeah. like Superman in bullets <laughs> with that shit because I didn't pay right. attention to any of it, man. You know what I mean? Like I use I I, ju- I threw Superman in for the Marvel universe. What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Right. <laughs> but yeah, I think that they did wonderfully, and uh, I had all the confidence in the world. I knew that they were going to give us something that we would enjoy. I just didn't realize that it was going <laughs> to be on this level, dude. Now, Bucks, I know you've probably been a Marvel fan, but starting with Iron Man, the first Iron Man, all the way till. Uh, Avengers Infinity War. How did you feel about the Marvel Universe up until this very point? I was fully in from from jump. Um, from I, Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh so oh, much wow. so. Yeah, so much so. It was it was the realization of of a dream I'd had since I was a, a small child reading the comics. You know, finally, you know what I'd always imagined those comics coming to life would look like was happening. And every film since then has done that to greater or lesser degrees. Even the weakest, possibly, arguably the weakest of the of the Marvel movies has still been a bloody good film. That's what I thought. Uh, like. And, you know, it's just been varying degrees of fantastic, in my opinion. <laughs> um, That's fair. You know, and, you know, I mean, you know, Age of Ultron gets a lot of stick, for example. But the scenes, the scenes in that, you know, I, I, I wept. They were so incredible. It was like seeing stuff, like I say, that I dreamed of my whole life suddenly there in front of me. So, yeah, I'm fully 
completely in, man. My I've cut me in half. It will say Marvel. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like a stick of rock. You know, it's uh, it's um. Well, there's pretty few other things in there, but maybe bass and oh, yeah, <laughs> a couple of other things. But but, it's, but, yeah. but if we cut you in half, 11 of those rings are going to say Marvel, Yeah, right? pretty much. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There'll be a 2000 AD one. Stones. There'll be, well, I don't know. There's a good few Star Wars ones in there, as we know. But um, oh, but yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah, I'm honestly, I'm unapologetically in with Marvel. And um, so, yeah, after Infinity War, I was, well, as you know from from the podcast we did on that, I loved it. Um, I couldn't wait for this. I avoided all the speculation. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Dan, but I haven't listened listened to uh, your pop culture leftovers one where you were speculating about what may or may not happen. I do, I just, I I'll go back and listen to it now. <laughs> but um, he probably was right. Maybe but yeah, Jonathan to see, was right. to see. But I just didn't want that. I didn't want to possibly. I didn't want to think about it too much because I wanted to be as 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 sort of surprised yes. as possible. Yes, you know, I'm I'm probably well versed enough in comics to sort of sit and think and come up with some ideas about what could happen. But I didn't want to. I just wanted to just let it happen. Um, yeah, it creates more of an organic experience for you. Yeah, you're not I, throwing anything in. Nothing's plugged in. Yeah, I didn't want to try and figure it out. You know, right? I I, totally. I enjoyed the shock of the ending of Infinity War. You know, I'd gone into that without expecting <laughs> yeah. that, and 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 I wanted to ride that wave of uncertainty. You know, I wanted to just leave it at that. How I felt when I walked out, like oh my god, that feeling that everybody had. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to just hold <laughs> yeah. that feeling until this. Yes. So that's where totally. so that's where I was when I walked into the cinema on um, Wednesday night. For me, uh, when I started with this Iron Man situation, I remember to this day I have not reacted to a trailer the way the trailer for Comic Con for Iron Man that way I reacted to seeing that. <laughs> it was John Favreau created a from and mind you before this when people said they're making an Iron Man. I was one of the people that were joking, folks, because I thought it looked so corny to me. Like, I was like, if you put this on screen, it's going to look terrible. But when I saw that trailer and then at the end when he shot those things into the tank, walked away and it blew up behind him, I said, (laughs) oh, my God, he made Iron Man. It's like, yeah, you have our attention now. Dude. And the thing is, he put it in. This was back when Comic-Con, to my knowledge, it wasn't just a huge expo of uh, marketing. Yeah. This was a thing he showed. To actually the worst group you could show it to. Because they could rip it apart. They know the lore. And he had such confidence in his movie. He was like, oh, no, 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 no. You're going to like this. And sure enough, dude. And so it right off there I was in, I loved all the Iron Man movies. Even the one, they didn't even like the one with Homeboy. With the whips. I liked it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It had some moments that were a little cheesy. But I thought on the whole that movie was really good. Mm. Yes, I did. I was like, I like that. And I like the third one. I thought that was fun. I love the um, third one. I thought it was so interesting to see him become human in my brain. Yep. I'm like, oh, this is a guy. This is a normal guy that's really smart. And that, ena- that enabled him to say to Peter Parker in Homecoming, if you can't do it without the suit, then you shouldn't have the suit. Bingo. You know, that exactly. came from Iron Man 3. Bingo. Yeah. There was parts where he only had the, the, the shoes. Where he's just like, okay, I got to figure out how to do this without all the 
bells and whistles. And he did it and people didn't like it. But I loved it. I said, this makes me feel like, like Tony Stark is an actual human being. Now I believe that he's a human being. It was just so great to me. And then all through all of the Marvel MCU Avengers and uh, now I was one of the few that didn't like the first or second Thor. I'm with you. Didn't like either one. Of okay. Them. I thought they were okay at best. They weren't terrible. No. What they didn't realize is that there was someone on this planet that had this in his bag and it was Taika Waititi. Hmm. He had this in his bag and knew no one knew it. And when he took hold of it, I said, I just got introduced to Thor. Okay. I've met Thor for the first time. This we were talking we superstars last week. And I think that the Taika Waititi movie actually made Thor a superstar. He's a superstar. That character is a superstar. They they just did something with him. They created they made him a little more human, but at the mm-hmm. same time, he's still a god. They gave him humor, empathy, and um he was a little more childlike. And I just think that this version of Thor that they're doing now is fantastic. Perfect. What's to come was actually pretty surprising, and we'll get to that in just a second. Totally. But, but I loved that, too. I thought it was kind of perfect. I loved how they, what, what they did was they made him a child, not a child, but they made him funny. Yeah. So that I'm like, oh, so that when they said, what are you the god of again? And the lightning starts, it hits even harder because he's yes, been so funny this you. whole time. You were like, oh, that's right. He's the god of thunder. I forgot. And that's when it just hit me like a ton of bricks because they were just like, let's make him lighthearted. Starting with a fight, you know, he's fighting the Hulk and he's getting his butt whipped and doing all this stuff. And, oh, wow, he does have power. And it's just funny until the end when, dude, and mind you, I'm one of the few people on the face of the planet that had never heard that song before. So it hit me twice as hard. Yes, I was like, what oh, is this man. jamming song? As we go along, Steve, with this podcast, that doesn't surprise me anymore. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you guys heard of this band? They're called Led Zeppelin. Have you ever heard of these guys? You should check them out. It was a good song. I was like, oh, snap. This chink is jamming. Uh. And I told my mom, I was like, what about that song on the bridge? She was like, yeah. Yeah, that's everyone heard. I was like, wrong again. I've never heard that song. <laughs> you could put the news. immigrant song over like a baking show and it's going to make it epic. Uh. Gee, and let alone when you got him doing it like that on that. Sh- and I was like, I love this movie. So those three, like, I loved one of the Thor movies. I think those two were the ones that kind of was like, eh, because I even liked Age of Ultron. I was like, yep, like it, love it. And so when I go into the theater waiting to see this after Infinity War, I am braced for one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. I'm already braced Mm. for that bar. Yeah. And then the Russo brothers said, We'll raise you just a little bit. And I said, oh, I would say that it wasn't the best. It wasn't one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. It was the one of the best movie going experiences I've ever had seen in my life. I've never witnessed anything on the level of what happened in this movie ever in my life. I don't know. How you even, if they gave me all the scenes to this movie and said, all you have to do is put it together, I wouldn't even know where to start. (laughs) I wouldn't know where to start because this is a movie filled with groundbreaking, amazing, applause-breaky, weeping, incredible scenes. There's not one scene that I'm just like, oh, that was boring. 
I mean, it's what happened in this movie was like, again, it took me to another level because, again, all the way up through this, I was just ready. So going into this movie, I was like, well, I mean, I already know it's going to be amazing. Okay, guys, before we start, I think it's important that we rate this movie. I kind of have a feeling I know where this is going to go. I have exactly what I want to say about this, but guest first, Johnny Bucks. What's your rating on Avengers Endgame? Okay, what, what's the top number? We're going to go five out of five on this one. Okay. Five billion. <laughs> I did not I know five just seems like such a low number, doesn't it? I did not see that coming, oddly enough. Five billion out of five. Billion. You know, I've, I've got a few issues with it, but yeah. Gets, get. Oh, most definitely. There's a couple of little things. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Whoa. I'm joking. Whoa. Five okay. billion. I'm not. <laughs> I have no issues, but I do have questions about a couple of things. Okay. And I have a feeling that they're they're probably already answered. So I'm hoping us together, we can come up with those things that I have questions to. Okay. But uh, I have no issues whatsoever. Yeah, right I, off some the bat. things that don't have answers. Can I just go ahead and ruin that? That one I just had to let go. I think you're going to be saying a few things that I'm thinking. I Maybe. Let go. Maybe. But what... So... So five billion out of five, that's one score. <laughs> Me, I'm gonna give it um five out of five millioners. Nice, okay. Well, here's what I was saying. There's five out of five, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's endgame. So I may start including this into our future ratings. <laughs> you know what I mean? We <laughs> should. Five, yeah. Like that movie was a three out of five. That's cool. I'm giving mine an endgame. Because I, I honestly, I think I've proven enough on this show that my excitement gets the best of me sometimes. And I've even changed my mind, you know, a couple weeks later, a couple days later. Yeah. I'm on viewing two of this. And, uh, dude, I got to tell you, I actually like the movie better than I did the first time. Wow. So this is just my initial reaction after two days of watching it. Totally, you know, we're, we're submerged in the hype right now. Even though everyone's like whispering on the internet about it, mm. everyone's talking about this movie. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that I really think this is a perfect movie. Like I, I, there, like I said, I have some questions, no issues whatsoever. But after the second viewing, and I said this coming out the first time, Steve, I think you will, you'll agree with me on that. This is a perfect movie to me. My experience with this movie, the emotions that it gave me, the way I felt coming out of it and the way that it stuck with me over the last several days, um, I can't get out of my head, man. I can't stop humming the Avengers song. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just fully buying into this. And I think because it's so important, the way that they capped the Infinity Saga off, excluding the next Spider-Man movie that's coming out, they even if they didn't include that in there, I don't think they could have done any better. No. I really don't. I think I, I couldn't ask for anything else. I was not left wanting anything. Even things that I thought were going to happen and didn't happen. I wasn't disappointed about it. I think that they did this beautifully. And my hat goes off to the Russo brothers, man. I don't know if there's anyone else that could have done it quite this well. So I'm giving this an end game. It's more than five. It's an end game. Yeah. That, that, you know what? It's a funny thing about you saying that now. It's going to make our rating system even more fun because... I'm going to, whenever you give, if you're tempted to give something a five out of five, I'll be like, that's fine. Is it an end game? And if you're like, yes, I'll put it in end game territory. That's going to be pretty um, serious. I'll be like, maybe it's also going to be pretty tough to do. That's going to be very, 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 very for me. I don't see anything happening like that 
in my lifetime. Because unless they start another 11-year thing that all the movies are incredible and then cap it off, here's the problem. Marvel is the only one that could do it again. <laughs> if they start over and do something, I would not be surprised if they're able to do it again. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, don't get me wrong. You know how much I love Star Wars, right? Oh, this is going to interest Even Star Wars hasn't done this. Well, no, seriously, even Star That's Wars hasn't done it because... Think about it. There's nine movies that we're counting. I'm not, I'm excluding all the anthology movies right now. Okay. Just the nine movies. And though I haven't seen the ninth one yet, they didn't have this like just consecutive flow. It took several decades to get here for star Wars. Yeah. These guys did it all in one, like basically one decade and they just kept building momentum and building momentum. So even star Wars hasn't done something to this capacity yet. So this is to me, one of the most important movies of all time. If not the most important movie of all time, I'm not talking about substance or the script or anything. I'm talking about the feat that it's accomplished. Mm. In my opinion, probably the most important movie of all time. Bucks. They had such a big job to bring this all together and they did it and they did it so much better than I could have imagined. I think you're right. I don't think in, in, in cinema, there's ever been anything like this Marvel Cinematic Universe and the way they've managed to build it and build it and build it. And and are we are we getting into spoilers yet? You know, we should probably mention that, actually, because at this point, all so, bets are off. Yeah. Anything can be a spoiler from this point on. Yeah, cool. Well, yeah. It's, it's just a general point. And I think one of the great triumphs of this film is not only does it does it kind of finish the story, it makes sense of all the movies and it, it 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 pays tribute to every film from the first one all the way through it gives it, it gives you another perspective on all of those films and adds a whole nother level to everything not only have they told the story and finished the story they've added a whole nother dimension to all of it which is mind-blowing i wasn't expecting that i'd have been happy that's true I'd have been happy with just a really good story and a great ending, but the way that they've made sense of all of it on a whole nother level and connected it all together, is just astonishing. It makes no sense. For me, it's from the opening scene. We see Hawkeye lose his family. In order for that scene to work, they had to think in Infinity War, we can't show Hawkeye losing his family because in the next movie... We're going to be centering a lot of it around him and what he's willing to do in order to get his family back. You have to look so far forward to even make that first scene. I said, they're working at a different level, dude. I don't even understand how you think that way. Because had it not been the first scene, the rest of the stuff with Hawkeye would make no sense. It would. We'd understand that, oh, he lost his family, but it would be a hypothetical. Mm. They had to show him lose his family so that we could understand that in, uh, was it Tokyo? When he's killing everybody, we get, oh, because we saw him lost his family earlier. Yeah. It's just a genius play on filmmaking. Like, let's remind you that this guy lost his family since we're going to be centering it a lot around him. Mm. Dude, it's a genius way of doing movies. Not to mention the grand level of what they do that on, the grand scale, rather. They... Dude. Not only do they take his family away, but they put him in the middle of this huge field just to show you the emptiness when yes. he looks around. So beautifully yes. just done. Just to show you how alone he is, you know? It was, yes. It was, um, 
It's devastating. So impressive, though, the way that they did that. And they just, they grab you right there. Immediately. You're in. And they didn't show you, you, did, you didn't see them disappear. Nope. So you experienced it. You just it, saw some remnants. You, you experienced it like he did. Because mm-hmm. he didn't see him go. Yes. He just looked up and they were gone. And that's, that's gone. the experience we had too, which, which yes. brought us right there with him. And I just thought it was so beautifully done and so hard hitting. It was like, oh my God. And that's just the first scene. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh man, buckle up. This is. <laughs> that's what I knew, said. I you said, knew they oh, were serious boy. straight away. It's like, oh man, this is going to be insane. That, mm-hmm. that first scene is so powerful. It was like, oh man, oh, man, I'm going to get beat it's up massive, in the next three hours. <laughs> Here's another thing too. Clint never got a chance to see anyone else disintegrate or no. whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you know, yeah. So the, the dusting of them, if you will. Yeah. He never saw that. So we know what's happening mm. because we just, you know, he turns around and we see his daughter drifting off in the dust, but he didn't know what was happening. He was still confused. He saw so, it on the news. He right, got on so the news they, was like, what the crap? So he gets it stuck to him in such a big way at the beginning of this yes. movie. But we get reminded of the importance of it yeah. and what's exactly going on. Yeah. And it was just so well done, man. So well done. Yeah. We were immediately right back there, like I said, with that feeling, you know, yes. that, that I spent the last year trying to hang on to that feeling of, of shock. They immediately reconnect us with that. And it's totally. so brilliant. It's genius. And, and the fact that they said, we're not going to sit in this. Because the, the thing I thought was, here's what they're going to do. What the Russo brothers are going to do is bring everyone back. But they're like, five years later. I'm like, oh, Jesus. People had to be without their families for five years? That's insane to me. <laughs> they were like, yeah, they had to sit with that sickness because no one could figure out what to do. You just had to sit with it. But the, like, that is such a, like, a ballsy move for them to do. But the, but the five years later comes after, an, uh, 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 after the, the whole bit with Thanos. Yeah. Uh, uh, which, which in itself was, was a complete mind blow. I threw my arms up in the air. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was a huge what the hell moment. <laughs> yeah. I really wasn't expecting that. It was, uh, and the thing is, that's the last time we see Thor like Thor. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, you don't see yeah. buff Thor anymore, yeah. <laughs> which is weird to me. <laughs> but brilliant. Ballsy, though. It was brilliant. And they, I love how they kind of did the, like, you could tell something was happening to Thor that wasn't happening, oddly enough, to anyone else. There was something about him feeling defeat mm. that no one else felt. Like, he had the PS- PTSD situation. Mm. I was everyone just going to say that. Yeah. It was everyone else kind of but the thing is as a god, he has not felt defeat before. He normally comes back, handles business, things go back to normal. And it didn't happen this time. What happens when a god feels defeat? Mm. Finality. Done, there is no getting things back. What happens then? And I was like, the Russo brothers, man. Like, they knew that he couldn't react the same as everyone else. He couldn't. Mm. Everyone took it differently. You know, we all saw, because yeah, yeah. I think that, that, that thing with, with the biggest thing I got from that, the Thanos storyline is, in his brain, he won. Yeah. Like, at that moment, he didn't care because he won already. Yeah, I am inevitable. Exactly. He's like, <laughs> it's not a big deal because I win 
Your people are gone. Well, how do we get them back? You can't. It's over. I won. I didn't expect to live a million years after this. I'm good. That is such a villain. He's pretty much done everything that he yep. needs to do. He's done. just living the rest of his exactly. life out now. Exactly. And he's he's accepted all the consequence that it got. Yep. He, he, he had lost too, remember. Yeah. He mm-hmm. had to give up something he loved just to make this happen. Mm. But um, yeah, he's just left to do his own thing. And <laughs> what's up with him wearing t-shirts now, by the way? Jake, <laughs> he's not he's like, even. He was nice and comfy. Yep. And you know what I loved? The scarecrow of a, of a, um, the scarecrow of his armor. Yeah. He's done. Yeah. That was the signal of, I don't care. When yeah, I'm they, hanging it up. I'm done. And when the, he wasn't surprised that they were there. No. He's like, well, yeah, yeah. I, I won already. And then like, how do we get him back? You can't. I took the stones out with the stones. When yeah. he said that, yeah. I said, those things are gone, dog. I used the stones to get rid of the stones. I'm like, yep, that's how you would get rid of them. If you really wanted to, they're gone. And I was like, damn, he won and walked. Yeah, yeah, he was fine. (laughs) Then Thor turns up, wham. Dude. And then he said, what did you do? (laughs) Yeah. I went for the head. (laughs) But he said it in such a mopey teenager way. Because he knew that he did it, but it was already too late. Exactly. It was so smart. And that's what led led to the guy we see. He did it in a teenager way. Yeah. Yes. And then we see next time we see him. Hey, can it, it, I bring us back for a second, yeah, though? Yeah. Because we skipped something and I want to talk about it. The mm. uh, scene where we first see Tony and Nebula. Oh, yeah, yeah. What did yeah. you guys think about that? So amazing. Skinny Tony. Very yeah. emaciated, right? So well done. I was going to ask you, do you so think that well was done. CGI or do you think they it gave was him time to lose some weight? I th- it was CGI. I think it was CGI, but I don't know. Maybe he did, but... Really good detail. I was, was just watching great. that again. So yeah. where his arc reactor is, mm. you could see the ribs oh. surrounding it and just the way that his cheeks are all contoured in and everything mm. like that. Mm. I thought they did such a great they job. Really with did. This they really did. Nebula this time around has had time to sort of become more of a better person or a better being, I guess you could say. And uh, yeah. I love their interaction. I love the whole football scene that they're playing where he's teaching her how to play football. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's getting frustrated. Yeah. I felt that they gave her a new level of compassion because there's the point where we've all seen it on the commercial where he's talking to his mask and he's talking to Pepper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, once he is finished with that. He just lies down because he's accepted defeat. He knows yes. he's going to be gone. He knows he's going to be dying within a, yeah. just a matter of a few hours. Yeah. And I love that. He just, he laid down right there. He was done. He said, this is where, this is going to be my final resting place right here. Literally my final resting place. And it was Nebula that came in and said, no, you can't go out like that. You're fucking Tony Stark. She puts him into the captain's seat. Mm. That's how you die. And you die. And she had him die with dignity or she at least yes. she was, yeah. she was planning on him dying with dignity. I just thought oh. that was such a beautiful moment. Yeah. It was absolutely. And I love here. Here's the thing for me with the Tony Stark part where he was like, imagine being part of the most amazing superhero collective in history. Something no one has ever seen. Something that everyone has told you that is undefeatable. When you have a Nick Fury that keeps on being like, you guys are the Avengers. You guys can do anything. And then being defeated on such a level. That you literally are in space waiting to die. Dying in defeat and being okay with that. Being like, we tried. That's all he can say. Mm. We, we did our best. And it, but the thing is, later on we realize he didn't think we did our best. He thinks there were the mistakes made all through, all through the fight. So we had to swallow that and just die. Just swallow it and die. We messed up. 
And I'm like, dude, the level of defeat that he felt in that moment. God. And the anger as well, no. which we oh. that we see when he gets back. We see exactly oh, yeah. where he's just like, we could have done better. You messed up. And I'm like, oh man, that's what he was in the but in the in the thing, he's like, okay, it's over. I'm dying. Okay. Mm. Such is life. And then you see that glow. And immediately I knew what it was. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh snap. <laughs> <laughs> so freaking good. And it was a great, I'm sure that whoever didn't see Captain Marvel is like, who's that? Who the deuce is that? Yeah. So hopefully they go see it. Yeah. I, I really, because I mean, Captain Marvel's number two again, which is great. That means that, you know, this movie is lifting Captain Marvel. Yeah. People are like, wait, I want to see what more about this woman. What's what's she all about? And so that's a wonderful thing. But again, the, the thing with Nebula and Tony are beautiful. You see her becoming, not becoming human, but being the motion, the emotions happening where she's understanding, she's seen these people work to their bone to save the world. And you can't help machine or human. You cannot help, but say, wow, that was incredible. What a fight. Cause she's a fighter and she knows a fighter. Yeah. These people fought to their bone and lost. And the thing is she understands. Cause she's like, that's my dad. I know I get it. If anyone, if you're going to lose to anyone, it's going to be my father for sure. It's not going to be no question. So she got it. But I thought it was a beautiful thing. Thanks for bringing that up, Dan. Beautiful. Yeah. Scene. Oh, no problem. One other thing that I really liked about that was when uh, same scene, it's when Tony's talking, he's narrating and it shows him that their rations are going out. So he's got a mm -hmm. little bit of food left and he offers it to Nebula. Yeah. And she's like, I'm mostly machine. So I don't even really need this. So she gives it back to him. Like you get your last meal. And I'm um, just, yeah. it's just it's such beautiful. a beautiful scene. Yeah. So well done. Yeah, yeah. It was. And, and it's a, it's a thing of when he, when he lands, we all feel his frustration. But the thing is right then they, even from when he lands and he's talking to cap cap is just a leader, man. He just as a leader. He doesn't, you know, hit back, which is, you know, you, me, Dan, and Bucks, we would all hit back and be like, who do you think you're talking to? You ain't got a machine on you right now. Mm -hmm. You're just a guy, you know what I'm saying? A skinny guy. I'm still, you know, because Cap just keeps his good, hey, everything will be all right. But dude, this was the first time that I saw Cap defeated. It was over. Like, Tony wasn't going to hear any of his rah, rah, shish, boom, bah. He was done. Mm. He was like, skip it all. And then what, like, Dan, what did, what did, what could Cap say? I think that he was feeling just as guilty. They're <laughs> all feeling terrible, man. <laughs> and Cap they, was the they leader. They some key role in the fact yes. that half the universe is now gone. Not just and half the, the world, half the universe is gone. And they have that on their heads. I mean, uh, Captain Marvel says it themselves. You know, there's a point where Rhodey kind of gets on her a little bit. And he's like, hey, you know, we're all into this whole uh, superhero life. Yeah, but yeah. like, you just got here. Yeah. So how can you talk to us like that? And she's like, and where were you for that matter? And she's like, okay, hold up. Yeah. Like, you're dealing with this on Earth. Who do you think's taking care of the rest of the of the universe, man? There's lots yes. of other galaxies out there. And they don't have an Avengers. Yeah. Exactly. I've been handling business elsewhere. Yeah. Brilliant. Exactly, dude. And that was a beautiful thing said. I thought it was really important. I also think an important part was, remember, Tony kind of relinquished leadership against his will to Cap. So he's like, you know what? We're going to do it Cap's way. 
and it didn't work. Which tells me that he's been harboring bad feelings about this. Exactly, G. And it all came out. (laughs) He's like, I don't mean to bring up old shit. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And it all came to the forefront. I wanted a suit of armor around the world and you weren't down with it. Bingo, dude. And you saw how it just was like eating him up. And he's like this. And he kind of wants to say, this is your loss. He's trying to do the whole, I ain't even tripping. This is your thing. You messed up. I'm not even bugging over it. But of course he is. Well, the last time they met up was Civil War where they beat the shit out of each other. Exactly. Exactly. And he's like, are you happy now? Are you happy now, Captain America? Good job. And I told you, here's the thing. I get it. I get it. I don't know what Tony would have done differently, but here's what I will know. The worst that could have happened is what happened. Half of the um, that of the world died. Yeah, and so I'm like, yeah, I get, I get why Tony's so mad. I totally understand why he's so mad. I thought it was a brilliant, like I said, they set you up to be like, hey, all your theories go back, uh, get Thanos killed. This nothing's gonna work. It's over. And I genuinely thought that maybe after they decapitated Thanos, I thought, what if people are gone? What if they are gone? What if it's over? I would not put it past Marvel. That's what made it so amazing is because it wasn't out of the realm of possibility that Marvel would do a switcheroo saying, yeah, people are gone. They're gone. I wouldn't put it past them. Well, that was it. As soon as, as, soon as Thanos was out of the picture all of a sudden, then you get five years later, it's like, what the hell is going on? Exactly. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> What? Five years? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. I couldn't believe we were watching this. Yeah. We're in unknown territory now, man. Anything can happen. It is crazy. Anything. Now, now Dan, what which happened first? The Scarlet talking to the superheroes or the um the the meeting with Cap? Steve Rogers. Yeah. Because it's five years later and then they show, like, Steve. they show, uh, I think it's Yankee Stadium. I think okay, it was Yankee cool. Stadium and it's all barren. I think that's what's so dope about that scene, because I didn't want to jump ahead. What's so dope about that scene that touched me and messed me up in the theater was, oh, with half the world gone, everyone's a superhero. There is no, oh, we're going to save the, no, now everyone's just normal. Mm. It's like, yeah, I'm trying to move forward. You know, I... You know, I he even just straight out said, he's like, look, I was in ice for 70 years and popped up and I've had to move on with my life. And no one's like, hey, Captain America, what's going on? It's not that anymore. It's over. Those days are over. Those days are over. It's almost like the superhero does not exist anymore. We're all people that got screwed over. That's it. I was like, oh, my God. Mm. Oh, my God. And that was one of the Russos, the guy that he was talking yes. to, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, the guy that was the uh, was the gay guy that he was yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, he yeah. was the one that was talking about the Mets being gone and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone's on the same playing field now. Yeah. And it's like, how depressing is that? There is no Captain America because there's no need for one. But God bless him for doing that, though, you know? Exactly. You know, exactly. that's so Cap that that's what oh, he would sure. do. He'd be helping other people. I really felt in this film particularly... Ha, the 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 wisdom of age with Steve Rogers. Yes, you know he he's got that grandfather wisdom, you know, because 
He's the same generation as my grandfather was, you know? Yes, totally. And and you really feel that, I think in this film, probably more than all the other ones. I mean, obviously there's the bit right at the end, but he felt like that dude the whole way through to a certain degree. I really felt his wisdom. He has that perspective on life. Also, the be- another beautiful thing, great point right there. Another beautiful thing is the fact that, uh, A, when that Russo brother said, you know, we had tea, we were sitting down enjoying a cup of Joe or tea, and then you just start crying because you can't mask the hurt. Yeah, it's grief. Yeah. It grief is, comes it, when it wants to. Yeah. It comes, and Ed, he's like, we got almost through the whole thing. And when he says it like that, that means, oh, yeah, we've all tried to date, but it always comes at a certain point where we all look at each other like, oh, yeah, we've lost. What family. are we doing? What yeah, are we we're doing? Do, here? We're doing a thing. Bingo. And mm. I was like, oh, this is so good. And then for, and then Cap comes in on the top of it all and says, look, there's only one option here. And it's to move forward day to day. The people are gone. We have got, because time is going to move without you. We have to move forward. And I'm like, leave it to Cap. Leave it to Captain America. He'd be like, look, guys, we can, you wonderful. And he says, wonderful job. You went out. You did it. Even though you started crying in the middle of it, you took the step that was needed to move on with your life. Gee, come on, man. Not only was he doing that, first of all, you know that he's kind of not necessarily lying to them, but he's lying to himself. Totally. Because he knows that that's what, you, you know, I'm supposed to do this. I have to be the bigger person here and I have to make sure that these people try to live the best lives that they can leave after all of this, what's happened. But it, more importantly, such a Steve Rogers thing to do was to take over the grief therapy that 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 as that Sam was doing. Yes. Sam was originally doing that. Yes. So I just thought that was great. He did that he, was beautiful. He, yeah, mm. he kept it going in honor of Sam. Yeah. And mind you, yeah. Captain America lost the love of his life, moved 70 years ahead, and then lost everyone again. Mm. That's twice. And he's doing the grief counseling. Yeah. <laughs> well, he definitely knows about loss. <laughs> he knows about loss doubly, which is then. The ending makes even more sense now. Mm. He's like, geez, man, when do I get just a little, just a little? And I'm like, oh, they were kind of sending smoke signals the whole movie. Yeah. Being like, this guy has been rung around over and over and over and over and put himself aside. Does it for Tony. He lets him go ahead and brutalize him. He does all these things. He does this grief counseling thing. He's the one mulling it over all this time saying, how do we get everyone back when everyone else is like, no, they're gone. No, they're gone. No, they're gone. He's the one thinking for the last five years, how do we do this? How can we make this happen? He deserved his ending, man. (laughs) He deserved it. He held out hope. If it was up to Tony, the person who was supposed to be figuring this out, people would still be gone. He gave up. He gave up. And Shuri's, Shuri's, he, Shuri got evaporated. There is no Shuri anymore. Wait. Yeah, I guess they kind of, you know what? They sort of answered our question because we didn't know what happened with her at the end of Infinity War, right? Yes, until we Everyone saw her Everyone was kind of face. speculating. Yeah. Was yeah. she still around? Did she, which, did she get killed? And now it answered our question. She did, in fact, die. Mm. And the thing is, because they, they did it smart. The Russo brothers knew if she was still on the planet, everyone's coming back. Because she's the smartest person in the world. She'll figure it out. But if she's gone and Tony says no, there's only one option. 
And it's an option I didn't even see coming. We'll get to it. But I didn't. He's like, there's only another. I was like, who else can they go to? I was like, oh, <laughs> I forgot about him. I forgot that he was something else also. <laughs> but I thought it was so brilliant. Also, look, I'm not a Scarlett Johansson fan. I'm not big on Scarlett. Steve. I know. I know. I know. I don't know what you're doing, man. Steve. She's not a great actress, dude. Steve. Come on, Bucks. You think she's okay. You think Scarlett Johansson's a good actress? I do. Yeah. Johnny Buck. Yeah, absolutely. Win! 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 This film? That's it. Thank you. This film. <laughs> and, and a few the others. End. Tell me, what, Bucks? Uh, Lost in Translation? Stop it. Um, her? Bill, she was good. She didn't even have to show she herself. She did a that voice. One. That doesn't count. Why? It's acting? No, it's not. It's voice acting. In that case, Homer Simpson's great But you great just too. said the word. It's true. Acting. So in that case, the guy who does Homer Simpson's voice is an amazing actor. Yeah. Oh, come on, Dan. I mean, I don't want to get, I don't want to start splitting hairs and go off onto a weird tangent because we have so much to talk about. That's true. But you did I, okay. ask a question. Okay. She, she is, uh, she is able to act. If I put her in a school play, she would stand out. I will say <laughs> that. They would say, oh, she's really good. But in this film, when they did... The whole, she kind of took charge and they did all the meeting and, uh, you know, they were making a really funny joke about homegirl's hair, which was great. Like, War Machine was funny in this movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. He made a few, he was really good. But what broke my heart is when everyone left and then it was just her and War Machine. And that conversation, I was like, oh, dude, this is terrible. Mm. I, for, I mean, for them, and... I bet both you you and uh, Bucks and Dan, you guys knew exactly who they were talking about off the jump, huh? Yeah, I did. You notice how they didn't have to really specify a lot? Because he wasn't really there. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. <laughs> Everyone else was there. Yeah. He wasn't there. Yeah. Exactly. Normally, this And they did be, say his last name. That's true. But at first, they were just like, right when they stopped, he's like, so where is he? And he's like, they kind of, they said the name when we already knew what they were talking about. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, she asked and, him, she's like, so where are you right now? He's like, I'm in Mexico. Yeah. Come and I'm on. dealing with all these dead cartel people. She, around we right already here. knew. And it we looks like, like it's the oh, work of Barton. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And we were like, damn. Yeah. And when she was like, when she, when it, he left, and then she started tearing up, it broke my heart. Yeah, man, that's acting. That is acting in this very one movie. That is acting. <laughs> that is acting. And then, for Steve Rogers to be like, I'm coming. Hey, how are you? And he's like, I'm checking on a friend. Oh, Captain America, baby. <laughs> Captain, he's there when you didn't even know you needed him. I just love how they all have this beaten look at the oh, beginning. They're done. It's just what we're talking about. I'm not they're breaking done. any new ground here or anything yeah. like that. But like you're saying, when she sat there, you know, her hair even looks different. It's yes. not, she's not as well kept together. You know, you don't see her in her, you usually see her in fighting mode. You don't just see her sitting there in her office trying to, eating a freaking peanut butter sandwich, just trying to like keep her life together. Yeah. But the way that she did break down like that, oh. it just shows how, how this has affected them so much. To us, this is just a movie. But to them, if this was in fact nonfiction, they're dealing with so much. Five years. I know personally how it is to grieve. And even after like seven years, it still comes back and hits you oh, hard. Dude. So I can only imagine on the level that they're doing. Dude. Yeah. And I, what I loved is, have you, did you notice how all of the heroes were downtrodden? 
And then they were just like, well, I mean, I guess I'll talk to you guys later. And then uh, Captain Marvel's like, you won't see me for a while. I have to go handle some. And everybody's like, all right, all right. It wasn't like a go for no. They're yeah. just like, oh, okay, all right. And, and that was a great point too, because that's another time where Captain Marvel does say something like, "Well, you're not going to see me for a while because I'm handling all this up there." You know, again, they don't have the Avengers, and yes. uh, Rocket's like, "That's a good point. That's that's a good point." Yeah. Tells and, and everyone's just kind of like, "All right, guys, talk to you guys later. All right, bye." It was this line's like always the, open if you need me. Exactly. It wasn't like a yay. None of that. It's just we are going through the motions. It's like me having grief counseling and there's only one person there who's still in town. And they're like, who you know, who knows? Maybe somebody else will come. They're like, well, regardless, we have to make sure we keep this open every Monday at five. Just in case. Mm. We never know if someone's going to walk through that door. That's what they're doing. You never know. What if they do need us? We got to make sure we're here for it. I'm like, God, these are the Avengers, man. Yeah. God, they're the Avengers. And then with Steve Rogers, for him to be like, hey, it's all well, since there's less people, not a lot of pollution. Yeah. Does that mean Thanos was kind of right a little? Yes. Exactly. Thank you for bringing that yep, up. Yep. Because he, he knew he was right. Yeah. It's a very <laughs> ugly reality. <laughs> but he wasn't wrong. <laughs> I saw whales in the Hudson. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. And she said, oh, stop looking at the bright side. He wasn't. That is a real thing. Was Thanos kind of right? Yeah, he was. <laughs> and that's why, I don't know if I wanted to, should I do this now? You tell I think me. I'm going to wait on it. But that does bring me back to the question of, of like uh, that I said last year, because I'm sure all you listeners are just hanging on to this question. You've been waiting a year for it, right? What I'm getting at is the level of importance that Thanos carries as far as a villain goes in cinematic history. I have my answer. I don't know if you guys do. You already know. I think he's the best. He is at least one of the oh dude i forgot never mind i just thought of another villain <laughs> well it's let's a, do it let's talk it's about another that marvel quick. villain that i was just like oh i get what he's saying i get it they know how to make villains they 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 perfected it but i would think that thanos is in the theatrical realm the best villain i have ever seen on screen ever the end. That's it. Johnny? Uh, I think within the genre, definitely. What about outside the genre? Oh, man. That's a big field. It's a huge field. You know. Does one hit your brain that you're like, this is a person that would at least compete with that? Um, just off the top. If it's nobody, it's no big deal. But if you're like, this person's a good villain, too. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. I'm sure there's some, like classic movies that have got some. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? You make a good point about it being within the genre, but, but if you just kind of had to piece them all together like that, yeah. did any other villain ever deal with those type of stakes? No, no, absolutely no. not. And 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 to be so well realized and fully rounded as a character, oh, not just like a guy with the, you know, with the cape around his face, like cackling. You know, he is so yes. It's well rounded. Is exactly he's an right. understandable, oh, yeah. and you can empathize to a certain degree with him, even though his whole approach is twisted. There's a logic to it. It, it, it is a consistency to his thinking. It isn't just being oh. evil for evil's sake, or you know, um, well said. Or, or that the the ultimately there's a redemption arc where. He's been completely evil, and then right at the end, it's like, oh, actually, no, I was wrong. 
he's he's just putting it out there from the beginning. He's upfront and honest from the beginning of where we first meet him. And he's like, well, this is why I'm right. doing it. You might not agree, but I think this needs to be done. And I'm the only person that can do it. So I've got to do it. Dan, I, you've seen this movie recently. I, we're going to jump ahead a little bit, but we're going to go right back to where we're doing because I just wanted sure. to ask you, did he hold the hammer? He grabbed Stormbreaker. Bruh. Now that's what I, I was saying because uh, I know it's not about good or evil. It's about if you're worthy. Right. Yeah. And Stormbreaker didn't have the enchantment on it that Mjolnir had. Mm. I thought Stormbreaker did. It, it was very impressive what was done. But when they went to, uh, what was it, Nedevalir or something like that yeah, to get it done? Yeah. I, can, oh, I can never say that name right, but no, you know what I'm talking about. I, in still the last can't movie. Say the, I can't say the hammer. Nedevalir, I believe, is what it is. And when they, when they went there, they did create a new weapon for him, mm. but there was no that, enchantment on it. That's real. Okay, cool, mm. cool, 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 cool. Okay, that makes total sense. Um, like, and then jump in. Here's a thing about Thanos that just, this is what I knew. We're dealing with a villain that is on such a different level. If we were in a room with Nebula and we saw these visions, we would say, huh, maybe it's like an alternate reality. He immediately said, nope, that's the future. I said, this villain is on a different level. He pieced it together that quick. And what a dread feeling that was. Come on, dude. How how much did you just think? Oh, shit. That's exactly what I thought. (laughs) I said, this man is too daggone smart. He's like, yeah. no. Everybody else is like, well, maybe it's, this makes no sense. And immediately is like, oh, yeah, it does, my friend. Yeah. This is the future. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no. Oh, no. It because was- it totally solidified his feelings that he's been having this whole yeah. time. He still had that mission in his head. He just hadn't yeah. been executed it Amplified yet. So it. this just solidified it. Yeah, it, it, yeah it was, for sure. It, it, and I think that's the turning point, John. I think that's exactly when, because like you were saying, in the last one, in Infinity War, we empathized with him. We understood where he was coming from to some, to some degree. Yeah. And when it starts off, we're still feeling that yeah, way. Yeah, Even yeah. though he gets beheaded yeah, and everything, yeah. we're still feeling that way. Yeah. Once he sees what happens in Ebula's mind or her memory, yeah. That's when everything flips for him and yeah. he becomes more of a villain. Yeah, he gets on the front Because foot. now it's like, okay, yeah, I'm yeah. going to make this happen. Because yeah. he knew it was in, he thought it was inevitable. Like when he saw his head get cut off, everybody else was like, ooh. And he said, I see it like a prophecy fulfilled. Fulfilled. Yeah, I don't yep. see me dying. Yeah, yeah. I see that I won. Yeah, that's the I outcome said, I That won. is a villain. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It was never about Thanos. Not at that's all. That's the thing dude. with him. It never was. No. I mean, It'd be great if he stuck around, I'm sure, in his opinion, but it wasn't about him. He had to do, to borrow the line from the movie, he had to do whatever it takes to make that happen. If it cost him his life, it cost him his life. And he didn't really seem to be affected by that whatsoever outside of doubling down and making sure that this thing happened. Yeah, exactly. So, And the thing is, here's what he thought. He said, if there's an alternate future timeline... That means I can also go into the, like his brain just immediately started turning. I said, this guy is not, he didn't waste time when most villains are like, oh, a future timeline. What does that mean for, nope. He immediately was like, okay, now that this is true, this must be true and that must be true and this must be true. This is what we'll do. Literally within how many minutes? Two? He's like, that's what we'll do. Done. I said, this guy, that's why he's a terribly terrifying villain. He thinks everything through and he can fight. So to answer your question, Dan, in my opinion, he is the best villain we have ever had on screen. 
I totally agree with you, Steve. I think he is kind of like a total package when it comes to villains. And that's not discrediting any other movies. There's no need for any kind of... I mean, I'm happy to debate, but I don't really feel it's necessary because it's just the way that I feel and apparently you feel. And it's just that, um, you know, and and that's, that's perfectly fine. But to have that grand of a mission and to go through the things that he went through to get that done... And then what we find out he does later on where he completely just see that's that's the thing is that, you know, he's living this. um, I wouldn't say selfless because, you know, he took out so many people. But again, he was happy to include himself in that. He wasn't tripping on that whatsoever. Right. Mm. Until the end when he thought that shit was going to go down and I will get there. But when he thought, oh, this might just be it. This might be the failure moment right here. He sort of changed plans and Mm. became all about Thanos. Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. If I had a crew of the most dangerous killers ever and I was hiding behind a rock and I was like, all right, let's sneak up on him. And I turn around and he's just sitting in the middle of the field with his armor next to him. And then he starts talking to me, putting on his armor. I'd be like, we might be in trouble. (laughs) We thought someone else was going to fight. We thought he was going to send an army to fight us. He was like, oh, no, this is I like to do my dirt all by my lonely. Uh. I get off on this. This is what I do. I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) He is a fighter first and foremost. And man, oh, man. That's what, yeah. So for me, I'm like, he would be the person if I ran up against, I'd be like, tell my mom I love her. (laughs) Because I'm probably not coming back. Chances are. Because he is a devastating opponent. So yes, I, I will go with Thanos, sir. You know, since we're talking about that, because I'm sure this heats up some people when they talk about it. I'm sure you got like there's Darth Vader fans out there that are screaming at us right now. Ooh. And I and believe me, I compared him to Thanos. Yes. But I'm very curious what you guys think. So if you think is Thanos the greatest cinematic villain of all time? Is he not? Why? Send us in your emails, man. I want to read this on the air and uh, see what you guys think about this, because I think it's a pretty if he's not the best, he's got to be up there, right? Like, he's got to be in the top three. But if not, I want to know why you think you you agree with me or you disagree with me. I'd love to hear that. So, Heroes of Noise podcast at gmail.com. Send those in. And, of course, you can go online, www.heroesofnoise.com. Send us a voicemail, even better, and we'll, we'll play it on the show. Sorry, I just want to break for a second totally. to put that out there because I'm yes. very curious what people think about that. Oh, yeah. Totally. And um, so, what did you think about Hawkeye's, like, miraculous fighting ability? I thought he was vicious. He was great. Yeah. Super vicious. Like, he's never been able to fight like that, right? Well, he's had five years, and he's got a whole new... <laughs> and he's got a whole really new way of thinking, though. Fucking pissed off. Yeah. He's gone all Punisher, basically, isn't it? He's lost, totally. lost his family, just taking it out on all the bad guys. His fuel is vengeance. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like if he can't change the current situation, he just went on this massive vigilante assassination kind of thing where he was just traveling all over the world and taking out people that he could prevent. I don't know what he was thinking exactly. I guess he just he just had to. It's like punching the, the <laughs> terrible. Don't really do this, folks. But it's like punching the dog because the cat made you mad. <laughs> you can't That's do true. anything to change that. That's true. But he can definitely take out some baddies in the process and maybe make himself feel a little bit better. I'm sure there was some catharsis going on there, too. But it's when Natasha turns around and talks to him. And he says, don't, oh, don't, don't do that. And she's like, what? Oh. She says, give me hope. Gosh. Because it's just his anger that's just been the only thing keeping him going for this whole time. And, and, the, and the, that was such a brilliant line. I kind of heard so it. I, I thought, oh, that's what he's going to say just before he said it. 
And for a moment I thought, yeah, I kind of thought he'd say that, but then I thought, I'm so glad he did because that's so fucking... It's brilliant. So great. It says yeah. everything it's, in one line, you know? If you put yourself in his shoes oh, and what he's been dealing with, yeah. I'm sure he sat there many a night just crying, staring at a wall, yeah. trying to figure out what happened, yeah. what he could do to bring them back, yeah. realizing that he can't. He's going through all steps of grief. And then on top of that, he's had five years to do it. So, yes, this man is not in the mood to hear anything that can't. Don't even tease me a little bit. Yes. I don't want to hear it. Because if and it doesn't happen, also remember, if it doesn't happen, he's already at that you. point. And if, exactly. he, if he's if offered a glimmer of hope that doesn't resolve, that's unimaginable. More people are going to die. Yeah, that's, a, <laughs> that's an imaginable pain is, for him to be in. Home, Natasha does not believe this is going to work by the way she's saying it to him. Mm. She's like, I mean, we can try. Like, you know, we can probably do this. But there is no, I promise you it will work. Yeah, yeah. there was no optimism, but she knew that that's the only way that they, that's and the only chance they really that, had. That's it. I'm giving you hope because that's all we have right now is hope. And mind you, you know who the secret superstar to this movie is that made it all possible? Who's that? Ant-Man. Uh, I was going to say. He's well, the actually, one that it would be said, the rat. It'd be the he, rat yeah, he's the one the button. That, it would be the rat. He's the one that came in and was like, hey, look, this time thing, right? Everyone else would be like, whatever. But he's like, wait a minute, though. And even though he's not a scientist, his human mind was trying to be like, I, it's on the tip of my tongue how this can work. <laughs> so I brilliant. can't quite explain it. I love Paul Rudd. I just love Jay, that guy so much. He's job. so awesome. I mean, God, he's good. I mean, he can slap at the bass. Slap at the bass, man. <laughs> slap at the bass. But, uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> totes my goats, man. <laughs> but um, I thought, oh, man. I mean, I was going to try and save this comment for a bit because it applies so many times. But each of these characters, they have these scenes which yes. are like a whole movie in themselves. Like when he yes. comes back, you know, the rat presses the button, the van lights up, he's there. His little help sign to the security oh, guy. Yeah. He gets out into the world and he's just, what the, f this, what's gone? What happened? And he goes and, he, and, he, and he's, he, like, he says to that kid, you know, what happened? And the kid just looks at him and, cycles away yeah and i mean and he's wandering around and you see the world the way it is you know the piles of garbage and and you know uh, and and then he gets and when he when he finally meets up with cassie oh, that was the, f man. the first tears uh, he for doesn't me, even were, recognize were her at first oh. yeah man and when, i'm with you on that and when he says you got big you got so big which is which applies to him becoming giant man and in the future, she becomes stature. She sort of takes on the... Oh, I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, she becomes like the, the new Ant-Man, Giant-Man. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. But reunited with his daughter like that, I mean, their stories always touch me. And, um, you know, being a you know, father of a daughter, you know, you know, they get all those feels anyway. But, yeah, that was amazing. The, when, when they saw each other and... She saw him through the screen door, and I, I oh, it's just so amazing. It was per and remember, she didn't, he didn't get those five years back. Yeah, they're gone. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. I'm like, oh, he just missed them now. Yeah, it's gone. It's over. He doesn't get those back. God. And I'm sure the shock of it too, because he was only in the quantum realm in his mind for five hours. Yeah. Five hours. 
Imagine that. So that's just got to just blow his mind. Five hours. That's like going to sleep and waking up and the world is in. Yeah. And here's the thing. I know for a split second, he must have thought, did I come to the wrong reality? I might have messed up because this isn't Earth. What happened? I would think I mm. might have pushed a wrong button. Yeah. And for sure, because I'm like, why is everything overgrown? What's going on here? Did I miss something? And the devastating truth, I think once he saw his daughter, that's when he was like, oh, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. He's fresh off this. Everyone else has been grieving for five years. This grief, plus the fact that he knows what can happen in the time realm, mm. he's like, oh, no, no, no. We got to fix this. What y'all doing? Why y'all just sitting around? Let's go. And they're still be like, we've been grieving for five years. Why are we going to do this? And only one person jumps on the bandwagon immediately. And that's Captain America. But when they see him, they see him on the camera and they go, is, th is this old footage? Do you know what I mean? Oh, is this, this, so is this cool. an old thing? They can't believe it because suddenly, suddenly anything becomes possible. It's like how? Anything. How, what's what? They're all just so amazed. And then he comes in and he's so kind of enthusiastic, but vague. <laughs> and, yes. and Captain jumps on the board. He's like, okay, yeah. let's try. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, only Captain will be like, I don't really know what you're saying, but it <laughs> yeah. sounds like we could kind of do something with this. Let's see if we can. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, Captain America. After five years, mm. he's not like, hey, we've already been there. Come on, shut up. Mm. Captain is immediately on board, dude. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> what kind of, I mean, who doesn't want him? Who doesn't want him as their leader? When everyone else kind of was just like, this is the way life is going to be. As soon as there's hope, he is on that boat, dude. He's on it. Let's try. I mean, God. And then Tony's like, no, you know, nope. we talked about that, but he's like, nah. Same thing I would have said. If I had my little man. And now he's got, yeah, no. now he's got his little door. No. He's got his little life. They got lucky, you know. They got lucky and the rest of the world is suffering. But it's like, look, this happened before my little my little girl. Y'all yeah. going to yeah, have to man. dip. One thing I didn't want to gloss over getting back to Scott Lang was I'm sure it really hit him the worst when they showed that memorial in San Francisco. Oh, my dude. God. Yeah. With all those names on the oh, wall. That's dude. when I thought that it really kicked oh, in for him. Like, yeah. oh, my God. What, everybody's what, what dead. happened? You know, yes, mm. everybody's dead. But immediately his his wheels are turning. Because right. he, like everyone else, is like, we're the freaking superheroes of the world. We need to figure out how to do it. And I love that he did not use one scientific word explaining what his <laughs> yeah. idea was. Yeah. He was just trying to get it out. Be like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Something, you know. He yeah, like, goes, yes, we could do something, right? Are you trying to say time machine or whatever it was? <laughs> yeah, I know. That was so <laughs> time heist. Oh, loved it so brilliant loves time heist so brilliant. and he's like no 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 it's a machine for he's like yeah, yeah it's a time machine but so what <laughs> but it's almost like the script writers are like you know you don't want to say it do you it's such a cliche yeah exactly but yeah it's brilliant it is, works on so many it levels. was brilliant yeah and the fact that they went to tony <laughs> it was a and the thing is was anyone else shocked when tony's daughter came out I thought it was a great scene. I thought we needed to see that because it was something he was talking about at the beginning of Infinity War. So he actually did get to play out the life that he wanted to for a little while. Yes, he had to deal with every, all the loss and everything of his his partners and, of course, the world. 
but not to mention the universe, but he got to get himself a little bit of normal mm. yes. for five years. And he got himself this beautiful daughter, Morgan, mm. him and Pepper settled down and he was just living it out, man. He was, I mean, and I think that they really showed that too. Yeah. They demonstrated it very well because he wasn't living in the city anymore. He was so far removed from all that. He's yes. living in a lake house. Yeah. Yes. Now, granted, it's the dopest lake house ever with all the Stark I tech mean, in there. He still got the Skrilla, but make no right. mistake. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I, I might be sad, but I'm not broke. But the, I am not. I am anything but broke. But there was such a lovely tenderness with the oh. scenes with him and his daughter. You know, just the just, yeah. It was the usual Tony Stark banter, but in such a a parental fashion. You know, he's coming. You oh. know, he, he's he's he's. He's coming out of all the gags and everything, and he's being funny, but in in such a lovely way, you know, it's kind of it's softened. Yeah, he's doing his Tony Stark thing when he's even not necessarily disciplining Morgan, but he's like going, "Well, where did you get the where did you get the helmet? Yeah, yeah. You're not supposed to have yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, you like being in the garage, don't you? You're not supposed to be in the garage." He's oh, being a parent, beautiful. clearly being a so brilliant cute. dad, wonderful, you know, and, and the, loving the, being oh. a brilliant dad, and 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 just yeah, it was amazing. We've gone from seeing him fight the Mad Titan to going. Chow time and getting his kid to come in for lunch. Here's here's a special thing they did in this movie. What happened is, in my opinion, we know Tony Stark as only about Tony Stark. Mm. When you have a kid, it unlocks something in you where all of a sudden he can't see a billion people go without hope. He just can't anymore. He can't just be like, I'm all about Tony Stark. That little girl unlocked something in him where he couldn't just be, I'm only worried about me and mine. Mm. He couldn't. And I was like, oh my gosh, she turned him into something else. But I think that he tried to, Steve. He did. Oh, I think he that's totally what he was did. definitely trying to do. Totally did. But that girl changed him. He wasn't, because he what he did was he said what Tony Stark would normally say. He just didn't feel the the feelings behind the words anymore. He couldn't do it. Be like, I'm sorry. Y- y'all are on your own pretty much. But that heart of his is now real. Yeah. And he's like, I can't just. And even, even uh, jumping forward a little bit, even when Pepper was like, could you sleep at night? Yep. The old Tony Stark would be like, happily right next to you and my daughter. Yep. Next question. Yeah. This Tony Stark with a little girl could not sleep and do how do you look in your girl's eyes how she coming home every day saying yeah t- um, my friend's mommy all you know they all passed a war all my fam my friend's family is dead he's like how do you look in her eyes knowing that i could actually save everyone yeah oh what a great thing they did man <laughs> it was just so smart because tony without a daughter doesn't do this yeah. no way not a freaking chance but he did it. It's just so special. See, I had a little bit of a different take on it, though. It, oh, correct really? me if we're correct me if we're talking about the same thing, and maybe I'm hearing you differently. But to me, it seems like he was—he's going to be Tony Stark inside, and he—you know—like you said, he's not going to sleep at night. Like Pepper said, he's not going to sleep yes. at night. He's still going to be the same Tony Stark. But on the outside, he was doing everything he could to project the opposite. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Because he when said, they showed up, yeah. you know, he's like, no, I now have something to live for. He, I have that's my That's what I was saying. Right he talked like Tony Stark, but his feelings did not follow those. Okay, like his, cool. He, he did the thing that Tony Stark's supposed to say. Yeah. But later on, his heart was like, no, we're not that guy anymore. I'm sorry. We're just not. This is that part of him that just, I, I think he, he felt, he, he felt that feeling that he had before 
civil war that you know i think a lot of it was his friendship for for steve rogers and the rest of the guys as well where they came to him and said look there is a chance it just it just ate away at him a little bit didn't it and he, he's kind of like well maybe i could look into it a little bit He's sitting there and he's figured and he, and he figures it out. <laughs> it's just a pepper. No problem. Yeah, I did it. Literally... Yeah, I've, I've figured out time travel. Yeah, so subtle. <laughs> and, and, and then you've got a responsibility. If if you're the guy exactly. that's done that, it's like right, you know, great power, responsibility, all that stuff. You think, wow, okay, I, I've just figured it out. And then it becomes bigger than him. Yes. Yeah, he was just afraid to tear the scab. Yeah, and yeah that's yeah, all yeah. it was. He's been so hurt, like all of them. He's been hurt so badly. Bigger. The, the, all of them, the common thing here with every single character, they've all been hurt. They've all lost. They've all lost something or somebody or just lost the fight. All of these characters are at their most normal that they've felt in five years yeah, when this goes yeah, down. Yeah. Yes. And, it just, and again, not to use it twice, but they just, it just rips the scab off and it just makes everything raw again. Mm. Yeah, because right now they're ready to move on with life. Yeah. Like this... Ant-Man changed everything. Him showing up changed everything. Yeah. Him coming out of that. And and I love how Tony's smart because he didn't tell them what could go right. He just said, that's impossible. This could happen. This could happen. This could happen. This could happen. Yeah. But in his brain, they're like, yeah, but you know how to fix all those things. (laughs) (laughs) But he's smart enough to know everything that was wrong. They didn't know. He was like, oh, it's impossible because this, 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 and this. And later on, he's like, wait a minute but I know how to get around every single one of those curves. And when they're like, we still, after they left, well, while they were there, what touched me was when Tony was like, if we don't talk shop, you guys can stay for lunch. Yeah. Table for six. He still loves them. He does. He loves them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what he said. He says, I miss you guys. I'm happy to see you, but I don't want to talk about this right now. Yeah. I totally get it because he's like, I'm in my woods ignoring everything that's happening. But now you've brought reality to my world again. Yeah. And, and now that he's able to fix something, he can't just go back to nothing. And again, when they, were, when they left and they were like, there was another person, I didn't know who the hell they were <laughs> yeah, We need a bigger brain? I had <laughs> oh no idea. My God. I was like, who? I thought it was Shuri. But I was like, no. No, I saw it coming, but I did not see what happened. Well, like what actually, how it panned out. That was another, that, okay. was, all, that was another moment where I very nearly stood up and shouted. Oh my God. <laughs> that scene Dude, in the diner. That was I was like, no way. One of my favorite scenes. Oh, so amazing. The selfies. There's a disturbing thing happening on the have you seen this? Have you seen this Twitter thing about him? <laughs> no. Let me let me take a guess. Uh-huh. Uh let's see. He's a sexy hulk. Is that what you're getting Gee, at? Yes. What is yeah, this I all about? <laughs> what is this? It's the chest hair. People are like, he could get it. I'm like, you do realize you're talking about a titan. It. All these girls is like, oh, yeah, he could get it. I'm like, what? Folks going to split you in half. That is how unrealistic. That's how unrealistic we're, be, we're being compared to. I'm like, oh, that's what you're looking for. <laughs> well, then that's why I'm not getting a call back. Okay, cool. You need Hulk then. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> that dude... Now, how did you like the fact that, um, cause he's, can we agree that he's different now? Not just the look, he's different. Well, sure. Because he's professor Hulk now. Yeah. 
And he said, he said, I spent 18 months in a gamma lab trying to figure this out. I've got the best of both worlds. I've got the brawn and the brain. (laughs) Put those together. He's like, how you like me now? Uh, I love Ruffalo. Of course he's different. I love Mark Ruffalo so much. He's so great. He's so good. uh, He's so good. And the way they combined it. Yes. And it was the way that the script was written too, John, in Infinity. Like he didn't get to really do much in that one. No. But he comes back and he completely redeems himself. Oh, so good. And I'm thinking, ah. Right, so that's where the Thanos budget's gone. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, I'm like, they're, they're, uh, I was like, oh, right, okay, so they're going to put all that, all that CGI money into the Hulk now. That's that's great. I'm happy with that. <laughs> I was, uh, and then Thanos turns up later. I was like, oh, okay, we get both. This is so good. <laughs> so good. Hulk's a hell of a dresser now too. Oh, brilliant. He's got style. Oh, he's so cool, man. He's brilliant. And the whole thing where those kids come up to him. Oh, those the kids, same dude. Stuff. Come oh, on. So, oh, it's so wonderful. And the Ant-Man stuff. Oh, oh come And the thing so is, brilliant. they let it go one, about 30 seconds longer than it <laughs> yeah. should have to make yeah. it uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. So G. Some good old-fashioned family guy awkwardness there. Oh, yeah. I was thinking The Office, where it's just like, okay. Let's oh, even do, better. Even let's, better comparison, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, let's pull out of this now. Yeah. Nope. nope. You're going to sit here and sit in it for a while. <laughs> like, come on. He wants you to take a picture with him. No, we don't, we don't want to. Come on. You know you do. You want him to. Right? He's like, no. I don't want to. Just take the goddamn phone, he tells me. <laughs> so good, Doug. It was so funny. And it was, it was, and the thing is, I love seeing how it is totally Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. He's so chill and has oh, this drunk high way about him. Energy about him. Come yeah. on, guys. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. that chill guy. Yeah. yeah. I love it, dude. I love it. And I, and the fact that he was just like, like, no one believes this can happen. They're just not buying it, but they're like, hey, might as well try. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And I'm like, that is the Avengers, where they're just like, yeah, it probably won't work. But who are we if we don't try? Even though Tony said no. Yeah. They're like, okay, well, then we'll just try it our best then. Come on. Every it's step. It's not a bad trade-off. If you have to trade off somebody, he's the guy you want. Yes, but they all know they're going for second best in this. Sure. Yes. I mean, if you can get the package deal, fantastic. <laughs> but they have to do whatever they can in a short amount of time to try and get this figured out. So, yeah, it, it, was, it was the logical choice. It's not my area of expertise. <laughs> That's what he said, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, okay. But I, what I, another thing as well, and something that the film gets right the whole way through, is the balance between the drama and the and the, the heartbreak and the humor. It was it was perfectly weighted. For sure, we've gone from we you go from one really harrowing moment to another one where you're just laughing, and it was just so beautifully put together from that point of view as well emotional beats were just spot on the whole way through yeah didn't feel gratuitous at any point no. it was just uh it was perfectly good. it was just just when you needed to laugh you were you, you were able to you know and then you could be serious again and it was just so well punctuated it was it was amazing and they can do that from time to time, too, in these Marvel movies where they might add a little too much humor where it shouldn't be there. But in this one, they didn't really have that. I think it was just a I think that they spent a lot of time asking themselves as they're writing this. How would these people really be feeling if this was going on? Yeah, yeah. Not just let's make a superhero movie and, and have them fix the problem. Yeah. How would they be? Yeah. You literally just hit the nail on the head yeah. there. That was probably the exact. 
If you put it in a paragraph what this movie was, it wouldn't be a battle movie. It would be how would these people react in real life, real time to what has happened to them? Yeah. That's what the movie is. Yeah. And that's the beauty of it, man. It's I think beautiful. that's what made it so special. Not to mention all the CGI and the fantastic battles and blah, yes. blah, 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 blah. But they really humanized these people. Dude. And that, gave them the like a... Yeah. They they dove into their feelings, man. I just I can't so commend smart. them enough for that's that. That's the thing, man. That it's, was a, it, yeah. it's a superhuman film. It was super and it was human. Nicely, Dan. You know oh, I mean? come on, Dan. We got an applause of Bucks. Yeah, I see what you just did there. I see what you just did there. But it, it was, isn't it? It's, it's exactly superhuman. Do you know what I mean? It really was everything about humanity. It's you know, true. it, it explored true. all aspects of it. And the thing is, here's the funny part. I do believe if anyone is the most superhero, it's Captain America because all it did was the mo- the thing that got amplified the most is his belief in hope. That's what in that machine got amplified more than his muscles. Uh, his belief. Yeah. He really believed now. Yeah. He's like, anything is possible. Yeah. Nothing's impossible. I'm like, oh, that's your superpower. You will never, ever get. Let me tell you something. If it didn't work this time, Steve Rogers would have tried it again and again and again and again and again until he brought those people back. Yeah, he can do it all day. He wouldn't. (laughs) All, like he says. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I could do this all. And you know what? That is such a great quote by him because that applies to everything he does. Yeah. I can do this all day. Yeah. And he hopes all day. He fights all day. He believes all day. Nothing you can do is going to take that away from me. You can beat me up. You can destroy me. You can take away my shield, but I can get up and still have that hope thing going. I still believe it. You could just take Captain America's arc from this film just on its own. And it would be a brilliant movie. Real you, you could take end. you could take Tony Stark's story from this film. Yes, and it would yes. be a brilliant yeah. movie. There's like six or seven movies in this movie. You could take Thor's story. You know what I mean? Oh could, my the, gosh, you're right. It's it, it's it's and all the characters. This is one of the things that's just completely blowing my mind about that film. Is that it is? Yes, like you say, it's so many complete stories that would be more than enough for their own movie. All at the same time. It's, yeah. it's, it's unbelievable. And the fact that we weren't just like, wait, whatever happened to, we felt like we were in it, everyone's story, every second. Yeah. And we were, they perfectly, whoever did the editing in this movie deserves a re- an award. They were able to just bounce all over the place. And you're just like, oh, yeah, that's right. We still have Thor. We have this and we have that. When they went into different realms to get the stones, uh, do you know how much of a, terrible situation that could have been in the editing room if they did that wrong it would have fallen apart right then everything falls apart it's a terrible it's too jumpy we're all going to complain about it got too confusing it's just this mess of a movie they kept it streaming along plus time travel oh my gosh man Uh, i mean we're only in the hour one aren't we i think we're just about at the end of the first we're about 40 minutes yeah we're coming up to like the end of act one (laughs) it's just it hasn't even kicked off yet (laughs) no 
Not yeah. even close. And that's the thing is that it was probably one of the slower beginnings, slower act mm-hmm. ones of a, of a Marvel yeah. movie, but they needed to do this. Oh, they, had they had to. Had, then they, they start jamming. They had, then they start jamming. Oh, man. Oh, they totally make up for it. There was no need to actually make up for it. But I think that this first act had to be this way. And I think I've, I've read some things where people were a little, you know, because you're always going to piss off some fanboy or something like that. But I think that this was absolutely necessary to show you the stakes that involved absolutely. and just how important this is to them. Because they all experienced the same event, mm. but they all took their own separate journeys over those absolutely, five years. Because yeah. you, you notice when when they were doing the, the testing on Scott Lang, and it was messing up. Da, 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 That's da. hilarious. And, by and the they way. brought him back. Notice everybody's frustrated, but only one person has to leave to gather himself. Mm. He's shouldering it so much, dude. Mm. He just walks outside and is just like, How are we going to do this? And in the nick of time, he hears a. He like that, Dan. He hears. <laughs> he hears. <laughs> he hears that freaking. That, that uh, engine. And I was like, yes! <laughs> because there's times where it's just like, how much can Steve Rogers shoulder? Yeah. How much can he shoulder, man? It's like, this didn't work. And in his brain, I'm sure it was the last ditch, but he can't let everyone see that. Because everybody's like, oh, well, that was close, but we're going to, he walks out. And he's mm. like, what am I going to do? Mm. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? What what does Steve Rogers do if Tony doesn't come out? It doesn't matter because Tony does come because that's what happens when you believe. Mm. Steve Rogers just believe. Yeah. If I can really quick go back just a second, because I think it's important. Did you anyone else feel that it was uh, the picture? Do you remember when Tony's doing the dishes in his cabin and he sees that picture of him and Peter? I felt like that was the point where he's like, okay, yeah, yeah. if I can't yeah. do it for, for the all these other reasons, yeah, yeah. I'm responsible for the death of this beautiful 15-year-old human being yeah. that was Could so totally bright true, and had yeah. the future yeah. in front of him. Totally and, 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 uh, and he loved it. Yeah, he did. He loved you know? him. He really did. But, I, but the thing is, for me, I'm like, the old Tony, if he liked something else more, he's doing that. Mm. I could see that. And he loves his daughter more. That wins. <laughs> because hey it's mine well i was gonna say i think that he put he, he actually associated peter with his daughter it was that youth yeah, P- that lost it. youth and it, i it think that's what did paternal it as well to peter he really did feel like you know he, he had a yeah very, it was like a practice run yeah for him. he had a very p- paternal relationship with him he really did. He really. That, that's I think totally that was true. enough it, no, it was enough of a seed to at least get him yes. to explore the possibility Oh, there's you're you're hitting the nail on the hand, yeah. you're, or the on the head, Dan, for sure. Because, um, how did you guys like the whole? Um, he comes out, he starts speed talking, and he's just like he's doing the Tony Stark thing, yeah. and he's like, "Did he turn into a baby? Genius, <laughs> genius! Do you know how smart you have to be to be like, oh, he's like, yeah. don't feel bad. Let me turn into turn into a baby. It was so." smart for him to be like it's because you're putting time through him yeah yeah you're not putting him through time i was like oh tony he's so smart dude what did you think about the scene where he actually discovered time travel i thought that was a great scene with his daughter sitting on the staircase and he's like he sits back and he says shit yeah and his daughter's like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah." (laughs) i just thought that was really cute you know yeah that was amazing humanized him even more brilliant i loved it sort of but I was like, that was the only one that I kind of was like, okay, that was kind of a, it's a Marvel thing. Fine. 
I don't mind it, but it was just like, I knew you kind of know, okay, they're going to do this thing and do some numbers and it's going to work. And I was like, I, I'm sure there could, there was another way to do that. I don't know what the way was, but that is a very like, okay, we have to show this scene so that they could see that it worked. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I and just I was think like, they okay. did it really well. I love the way that when he saw it, actually the model was built, yes. how it dropped him into his chair. Yes. Like, oh my God, I yeah. figured it out. That eureka moment. Yeah. Yeah. It yes. had some weight. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, it totally did. I think if if he was looking in the stars or reading a paper and he dropped the whatever he was doing and made that face, I'd be like, he figured it out. Because he's just that smart. There's nothing and but I just didn't think that he was gonna help. I thought he might. But I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if Marvel was just like, Tony's not in until it's perfect. He's not going to do it. He has a daughter now. And they just leave Tony out and maybe he comes at the ending battle. I would not have been surprised. Is that what you were thinking was going to happen? I, I wouldn't have been surprised if it happened. Because I was like, when you introduce a daughter, everything changes. Everything is on. When that daughter came out of the tent, I was like, oh, I'm not going nowhere. Mm. You better ask somebody. I don't care how many billions of people. I'm not leaving my daughter. Not a chance. And he's, unbeknownst to him, has always wanted to be a father. I mean, after Spider-Man especially, he's like, I want to be a dad. I don't know if he was going to come. I really didn't. I didn't know. Mm. And he, he did, but dang, leaving your daughter, dog? Jeez Louise. I couldn't imagine. I know like Bucks and you both have daughters. I don't. And I know both of y'all would have second thoughts. Oh, yeah. I can say 100% that the birth of my daughter changed my whole outlook on life. Yeah. I had been before, but I just, you know, it's a son. It's a little bit different. I can't explain it any better than that. That's but good. yes, here's a good example. We used to walk by in Target, right? Mm-hmm. And we'd see like the kids clothes and my wife would be like, oh, look at that little cute little outfit. It's pink. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I'm going to go look at the uh, electronics or something. Yes. But the moment my daughter was born, I'm like, hey, look at this and look totally. what she could be wearing. <laughs> like, it totally changes you. If you're doing it right, in my opinion, it changes you. Yes. And you, with a billion people dead, that would still be a tough sell to leave your daughter. Mm -hmm. I don't care if I figured out how to literally snap my finger and Thanos disappears, but all I have to do is battle for an hour. I'm like, oh, but in that hour, I could not see my daughter again? No, I'm not doing it. And so that's why I thought he might not come because I put myself in Tony's position. And I was like, I wouldn't go. I, I just can't. But he did. He's a better person, I guess. I would have stayed with my daughter. <laughs> my son. I would have stayed with my son. No question. Yeah, Maj is listening like, what the hell, yeah, dad? Come on. Exactly. Like, <laughs> what, you wouldn't stay with me? I, you know, but I love, like you said, like, that's a very important situation where he figures it out and then immediately has to look at his daughter. Ugh. A little reminder. I'm never going to go. Are you sure you want to do this? Is no, what I don't. Saying. Not a chance. You better ask somebody. But want to, have to. I would drive the thing there, holla at my boy, and be like, here's all the equipment. I'll peace out. Stark Tech's pretty sturdy. He could just have thrown it out the window or something. And- exactly. And been like, I put it on a timer so that it will work Tell me perfectly. when it works. Yes. And it would by itself. But Tony was like, you need me. I'm like, damn. But the, did you see the trade-off? Uh, how so? You can't be Steve Rogers anymore. That was the trade. If I'm coming back, you have to be Captain America. That's a tough trade. He gave him the shield. And he's like, I don't know about this. He's like, if I'm coming in here, you can't be Steve Rogers. That's a hell of a trade. 
I also took it as kind of like a final olive branch too. Yeah, totally. Like That's we've true. gone through so much shit. Yes. I took this from you because it I, I didn't feel it belonged yeah. to you. It belonged to my father because he created it. But yes. you know what? This this is yours. Yeah. This, you need this. And he didn't want it. Like Steve Rogers was like, uh Yeah, well he dropped it, didn't he? He just left it at Civil War. He just left it on the floor. Bingo. Yeah. He's like I got these dope ass Wakandan arm shields now. <laughs> there we you go. Know, need it. <laughs> and so, but in and I might be I might be totally wrong though, because it's just in my brain, it felt like if I'm coming, I'm only being led by Captain America. I'm not being led by Steve Rogers. So you have to take the shield. It was like get the band back together vibe, wasn't it? It was like yeah, Yes. Let's, let's fucking do it. <laughs> if we're going to exactly be like, if I'm joining this again, Freddie Mercury's not playing guitar. <laughs> I need you with a microphone in your hand. Period. And he's like, okay, if that's what takes you to come, and that's when we start seeing him come. He's Captain America again. He's Captain America again. It's such a good movie, guys. Damn. Is anyone else impressed with the little time it takes to create these massive devices? I mean, we had a time machine built. I no, 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 no. And I'm not gonna. I'm not even coming from a sarcastic. <laughs> I know, point of I know, view. but I, you do know that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's one of that. That is definitely a suspension of disbelief moment that these films have. You have to assume that no time has passed yet. Whatever Tony has in his labs is able to create this massive, important, most advanced technological equipment on the face of the earth within a matter of days, weeks. I'm not entirely sure. It's one of those things that you do ignore, but I was just thinking about that when I was watching it for the second time. I'm like, I wonder how long it took to build that. Well, Pretty fucking impressive. Well, maybe, oh, maybe yes. you built a little one and then was able to use it to build it fast. <laughs> to build maybe the it's one. the use of this nanotechnology <laughs> yeah. that forms so quickly. Well, it's, I don't know, because he's big on nanotechnology now. You can just put Stark tech, can't you? Do you oh, know yeah, I mean? pretty much. He's, I don't, it's it's I don't, like a sort of you know, oh, well, he stocked it. It's fine. He's probably got like a hundred robots working on it or something. That could be an official verb. You starked it. I like it. <laughs> That's stark. Exactly. And I love the nanotechnology. I love that it just morphs around someone's arm. I'm like, yeah, give me that. I love That's more. It makes way more sense than this other bull crap where you have to be like, let me get your measurements. No. How about we just form it around whatever it touches? I'm okay with that. I like when Stark can just like uh you know even black panther where you could just be like okay i press a button and the suit comes on mm. i'm okay with that yeah, <laughs> don't be such that. a purist man this is the future yeah you know how hard it would be to put that suit on hell no man just let me just <laughs> yeah because it went <laughs> it, we already we saw the evolution from you know the cave to the actual iron man suit then we saw the suit where he can walk and the machines put it on as he's walking and we get a then we get a suitcase suit. I'm like, oh, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and now we're at the level where he could just like, you know, he can have a suit on and press a button and it just covers him. Yeah, he I'm, walks around a corner and it's all gone. I and I'm okay with it. I love that. I don't have a problem with it. I think a lot of people did. I've heard a lot about that. Oh, about people I have kind to. of complaining yeah. about the nanotechnology, but it's like just enjoy the yeah, movie. Really? It's really good. Yeah. Very, very cool. Just enjoy yeah. it. You don't, you don't mind that there's a Titan, a mad Titan yeah, exactly, traveling through yeah. time? Yeah. <laughs> the talking raccoon guy. <laughs> but this technology is absurd. Yeah. You don't mind the, the no talking rabbit? You. The talking rabbit? You don't mind? Yeah. <laughs> Call me a rabbit. <laughs> oh, I loved it when he called him a Build-A-Bear, too. That was hilarious. Come on. Yeah. He's like, I, I thought I you were- up until now, I thought you were a Build-A-Bear. <laughs> <laughs> that is so freaking funny. And you know what? I th oh, I'm about to do some heresy. I think 
Bradley Cooper has made him a bigger star than Quill. I can buy that. He certainly was in this film. I think it's going to travel into other films. I think Bradley Cooper has done such a great job with Rocket that he is a better thing to watch. I will watch Rocket and Thor before I ever watch Gamora and Quill. If there were two movies showing, I'm going to the Thor and the you. Rocket. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think. No question. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. Who would have seen that coming? A very telling scene happens. A quick moment where we saw Hulk be Hulk for a second. Do you remember that? When he's sitting there and he's like, Thanos. And he grabs oh, him on the yes. shirt. Oh, yes. Like, that was a that great name. scene. Yeah, yeah. Hulk said, get your hands. Yeah. He said, yeah. get your hands off. I'm going to say this one time. I said, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Steve, I'm glad you brought that yeah. up, man. Because I just this last time, I was like, ooh, that's good. I said, yeah. wait a minute. He was about to be yeah. like, you got about three more seconds. And I'm going to become all types of Hulk. Mm. And that we saw what happened last time. Yeah, it's not like we've never fought before. <laughs> exactly. But truthfully... We saw what happened when Thor got his lightning groove, too. Now he has it on, rec- on recall if he wants it. So I, that would be a good fight. But we saw that Hulk is not a... F- he's like, mm. I'm not good with people putting their hands on me. It's not my thing, really. And so I think that is a... They don't drop that scene in for no reason. That is a thing to come. There is a war going on inside Hulk's brain. Where he's like, hey, get your hands off me. That's it. It's not something Bruce Banner would say. Get your hands off me? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the that's, Hulk. I mean, it's like he's already transformed it. and everything. Yeah. That's his permanent yeah. image now. Yeah. But it was a nice little throwback to the 80s. It was almost like a Mr. McGee, don't make me angry. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to make me angry. Yeah. Don't make me. And I, I do believe there's going to be a battle between Bruce Banner and Hulk soon. Because there's only so long he can keep it. Well, we all know there's only so long he can keep it under wraps. But still, we saw a little peek out and I'm like, oh, the Russo brothers. They Let me ask you something, Steve. That. On that note, like, do we know if they're coming yeah. back for any movies in the future? Because I know for a fact that's, that uh, it's Chris Evans so far and obvi- for other reasons, Robert Downey Jr. But have they made any other statements in the public about whether anyone else is coming back. I know that the, that phase four and the future of the MCU is kind of uncertain right now, even though it's going forward. I know black widow has a solo and I guess it's going to have to be a prequel, right? One would think so. (laughs) You said one would think, but now that we saw Grimora, I don't know. I don't know. Now that we saw her. Well, they time travel. Anything's now, so. possible. Yeah. But I would I'm not say, doubting anything anymore. They can do whatever yeah, they want. And I'm sure they'll do fantastic. Who knows? And uh, so I know, I don't know. You remember, they've been trying to get this bru- the um, Hulk solo off for a long time. And they just gave up. I don't know why they gave up. And I know that Marvel wants to do it right. They want to do it right. And if they don't have the right script, they will just pass. They won't just put it up on screen. They won't do it. So if they don't get the right script, we may never see a Hulk movie. But I think um, Hulk World would be a fantastic movie. We saw a glimpse of it in Thor. Well, yeah, the Planet, Planet Hulk, Hulk thing yeah, that yeah, they yeah. combined into, into Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I, Planet I, Hulk, I think yeah. That that's the best way to do Hulk, though, I think, with another character or as, as part of a team. Yeah. Like, you think they could do it like there? Like as in like when Thor, before Thor got there, 
they can just show what he had been doing up to that point. Yeah, it's like like um, I think he's a difficult character to carry a, a whole film on his yeah. own. I think he, I, I think he works better as part of a well, like Ragnarok was was amazing, like that buddy movie kind of vibe with those two. It was kind of like a shared headline, as far as I was concerned. Really, it was it was the it was the Thor and Hulk movie, really. Mm-hmm. And I think he personally, I think he works more effectively when he's got another character to sort of bounce off or to um, to be compared to to give him a bit more of a context. And that's hard because there's n- who. Well, I think with 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 Ruffalo in the role, it, it because he's got this such a lovely sort of vibe about him oh man i could watch him and he he's such a good comedian yes. as well he reacts so well to the people around him because a lot of his stuff is in reaction isn't it oh yeah you know a lot of, someone will say something and it'll be his reaction that's that, that you want to see he's so good at that yes I agree. So I, I, I think they nailed it really when he became part, they incorporated Hulk into the Avengers and then in the Ragnarok thing. I, I think he probably, if they got the right script, then it could, it could work as a standalone Hulk thing. But I, I don't know. My, my, my feeling is he kind of works better as a, uh, with other characters in amongst it. Yeah. I can I get mean, behind I, that too. I agree. It's just, it's such a shame that we had an Ed Norton movie, Edward Norton movie, which wasn't bad. Mm. No, but, if it was a Ruffalo origin story, that's where it's at, gentlemen. I oh, really dude. wish that we could have got that. It's oh, one of those dude. things that we, I know we won't, but I tend yeah. to agree with Johnny that I think right that he guy. does a lot better in a team setting than a solo setting. Was it the Ruffalo one that we, was it the Edward Norton one that we saw Nick Fury? That's yes. crazy. <laughs> well, they didn't, Fury didn't come out for that, that uh, Ang Lee disaster. No, he came out for, which was, it's so weird that they were like, I quite like that film. Did you really? <laughs> I like the pit bull fight. <laughs> I thought it was a little too over I the top. There's a lot about that film I really like. It's like me and like one of my friends uh, in the whole world. That's actually quite. Oh yeah, I can't. Film. I watched it. Have you watched it recently, G? <laughs> no, it's been a while. Oh, you might want to do that. It's rough. Yeah, I it's don't. Rough. I don't think I will though, because it was. It was. It, it, it's, <laughs> Yeah, if it's sitting pretty <laughs> in your heart, keep it, keep it that, that way. Yeah, exactly. But the pit bull fight <laughs> plays. It plays because there's also a part where they're putting, they're shining lights into the tree. That is a very scary scene to see a monstrous Hulk thing in a spotlight. You're like, oh my God, that's pretty scary. That's effective. And it was hard to do at the time. That's a really good effect. But after that, it kind of falls apart. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't like the Norton one, but I, I actually prefer the, the Ang Lee one. Yeah. I could watch Ed Norton doing anything, though. Well, I don't know what it was about that one. It, did, it wasn't a bad movie. It just didn't hit me like the other ones did. And I don't know, because I don't know what the story is, why he wasn't in the rest of the movies. I assume he's, I've heard he's difficult he likes to, to work He with. likes to yeah. arrange his own script. He likes to rewrite scripts, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I just don't think it was the right chemistry. There's a reason he's not there. But Ruffalo fits so well. He's perfect. And also, when he's hulked up, he's got the right face exactly. when he becomes Hulk. Exactly. And yes. Isn't there some sort of fight going on between like the property, the Hulk property? There's like some weird thing happening with that. That I'm not sure of. Yeah, there was an article of why mm. we will never get a Hulk film. It's some drama happening. Mm. I don't know. I don't. I didn't read the article, as you can see. But I was like, but if Marvel owns it enough to do the Avengers. I guess there's some sort of legal thing where it's a different for a, a solo movie. I don't know. 
I was like, this is. I think you hit the nail on the head, dude. If they have a script that they can sell and it's going to work, they're going to make this movie. May not be an origin movie, which I don't think will happen now anyway. We don't but, need it anyway. Yeah. But we know we don't. We absolutely don't need it. No. But I think that they could do a good solo Hulk movie if just it has to be the right people. I Let's bring the Russo it. brothers yeah. back again, man, or Taika for that matter. Oh, Taika would. Be, but I want. I really want Taika doing Thor. I want him in charge of. I wouldn't mind him doing Guardians. I really wouldn't, dude. I, even though we're getting Homeboy back, I get it. But I wouldn't mind seeing what Taika does to the Guardians. I really don't. Now that Thor's on the ship, I want to see that movie. As Guardians yes. of the Galaxy. It needs to be called that, man. It'd be so great. <laughs> that would be great. That was brilliant. That would be great. And if they do that, I would say, but they're not going to. They really want Homie back. They don't want anyone touching Guardians except for him. Well, James Gunn does it so well. Why would you want anyone else to do it? Yeah, yeah, just if it ain't broke. Yes, and Taika, Taika created the new Thor. He's he's Taika's Thor from now on. That's who he is. He's Taika's Thor. And now that you have it on, like, literally, it's on autopilot now. I think, like, I, I do believe that Hemsworth has him pegged. Like, he can actually just do Thor out of the blue. So I don't oh, think yeah. it's going to be like, I need Taika to direct me. He's like, no, now I get Thor. I get it now. I can just do that. And I love the new Thor. But again, yeah, you're going back to what you were saying. I do. I, I would like a, a, a Hulk movie. But in this movie, he was perfect. I mean, he didn't do battle, but he was perfect for what he was used for. He was great. We didn't see him tossing like massive rocks all over the place, which would have been nice. <laughs> Oh, well, he threw a few things around, yeah. didn't he? <laughs> when they went back to New York. That was, that was he was so like, Rawr, Arg, Arg. Dude, that was so oh, funny. Was He's like, it seems a little gratuitous, but whatever. Yeah. Now, <laughs> yeah. I would love to do scene by scene, but we'd be here till eight in the morning. Or till eight totally, at night. right. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what? tell me from you fellas, what's the next thing in your brain that made a huge impact? Because I could just go through everything that meant something to me. But I was like, okay, but let's go through huge impacts for you as we go through the rest of this film. Because it starts jamming. What what really stuck out to y'all going forward from the time machine failure to uh, start coming in, hooking it up, and then them getting ready to actually split ways and go? Anything jump out from that point on? Oh, I know, I know, I know. When they went back to New York... Oh God, the whole thing. That's a whole movie within exactly. the movie again. <laughs> where, That's where, like, we need to You could have had a movie based on the time heist alone. And just that, yeah. When you've got when you've got Stark undercover as a security guy and you see Loki's arrest oh, and all dude. that stuff going on. Dude. Oh, just it was seeing perfect. those mo other movies from a different angle. Captain America fighting himself. It oh. was so and, and the thing what I love is we know now that Loki knows stuff that he didn't say he knew. Yeah. He saw something weird he happen. Yeah, he saw it all. Yeah. He was like, "Oh, we got time travelers around here," which doesn't. He's a, <laughs> but he's. It wouldn't shock him. But I love how when they first get dropped into New York, they're like, "Whoa, what?" It doesn't even phase Cap. He's like, "All right, we're gonna meet back here at this time." I was like, "Wow, nothing." Mm. He's like, "Uh huh." We got it. We he's only focused on one thing. Well, he's already time traveled, hasn't yeah, he? He's just like, yeah, we've. I was dead for seventy years. Yeah, y'all better catch up. He's like, let's handle <laughs> yeah. this business. And he told, he's like, oh, Hulk, you may want to smash something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's embarrassing, dude. 
Dude. Yeah, he had that so look himself. on his face. Like he covered, he kind of faced. <laughs> well, he said, like, oh it God. seems gratuitous. <laughs> He's like, it seems gratuitous. I was like, that's so funny. It's like watching yourself drunk on video yes. or something like that. He's like, ugh. But here's what I love. <laughs> when she meets, when, uh, what's the woman's name on the top of the building? Oh, the, oh, uh, the ancient, the ancient one. one. Yes. When she immediately is like, you're in the wrong. I said, oh, this woman's no joke. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah. It was great to see her back. She's like, you're not supposed to be here. Yeah, Tilda Swinton, man. Dude. It's amazing. She's so good. That little interaction they were having, I know they they went to other scenes in between this, but as a one shot, Mm. imagining it as a one shot where she's just like, he's like, look, I'm going to have to take it from you. She's like, I don't think you'd want to do that, though. That's real. She does the the, the whole astral punch on him. Dude. So then we get Ruffalo walking around Dude. being Ruffalo for a little while, which was nice. And the fact that she knew, like for me, if I'm walking and I'm telling him, I'm like, nope, I'm not giving you another time stone. He's like, well, why did your homie give it up? I'd say he's lying. She knew he wasn't lying. She was like, oh. She's like, he gave it away? She knew he was yeah. not lying. It all connected yeah, yeah. to her. He's like, oh, yeah. this makes sense. It was yeah. so important, bruh. Because she had to believe him in order for this to work. And there was something about him that was like, he's not lying. Doctor Strange gave it away. Mm. So good. Because, I mean, me thinking about the ancient one, I would have think she would be like, prove it. Show me then. I don't believe that that happened. But there was no second guessing him. She was just like, wait, what? Yeah, he gave it away. And then she immediately gives it to him. I said, well, that was simpler than I thought it was going to be. Well, because he says we can bring it back like it never went away. And she has to trust that. You know what I mean? We'll, we'll, re- we'll return it back like you, you'll never know it's gone. And who knows if he's telling the he, – she just has to be like, I mean, I have to trust Dr. Strange's vision. Right. I have to trust mm. that he knew that this was the right thing to do. I have to. Yeah. And she's clearly got a vision of what's going on in the future anyway, because she tells him you're too early. Yes. Like he's doing his yeah. thing. He's doing surgery up the street. Yeah. So she knows yeah. things are, are coming. Yes. But yeah. she, and if, and yeah. if Stephen Strange can go through it and see the 14 million different scenarios, she's, she's the ancient one. She's totally. got to be able to do something. In but, that but she was looking at the wrong scenario. Cause she said, right. or maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. That's she it. was looking at the yeah. wrong string. I said, Oh, that's crazy. Like there was so many, but it kept moving so fast. I didn't get a chance to like sit in the, oh my God moments. I'm going to have to wait to get it on DVD to push pause and be like, yo, that's crazy. Steve. Yo. Question for you. Now, I think the listeners know you said it many times on the show. You don't usually watch movies twice. I do not. Will you watch this movie again? I am going to watch this movie. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to um, go passed into the five years later that's where i'm gonna start this movie you're so weird (laughs) because for me in my that's where it starts for me yeah it starts there where he's giving the hey you're not a completist you're okay no i'm okay because i don't need to know that i need to go a matter of fact i'd go there and then i'd skip past hawkeye in tokyo oh i already have it in my i'm skipping a lot of stuff we know steve likes to get stuff done oh, quick i'm right? done with you Johnny. that's true i'm done with johnny you can cut it back <laughs> i'm you can make, done you can cut the time with johnny you're on hudson time <laughs> that's okay oh that's okay all right y'all laugh it up hey man you said it not us. i did say it you're right 
I did say the ride to the sunset thing. So, I mean, what am I going to do? <laughs> oh, my God. That was one of the, that was one of the best things. I, saw, I remember oh, Johnny God. sent me, he said, sunset what? <laughs> oh, that was so was funny. But yeah. Oh, Johnny, are you going to watch this from the beginning all the way to the end again? Yeah. Wow. As am I. Multiple times. No. Hopefully there's extra additional scenes oh, that they yes. can put in to make it even longer. Well, here's the thing. I, I hope they do the Mission Impossible thing where they literally are shooting behind the scenes stuff. Or it's like, this is how we did this thing. I would love to see that. I would love to see the Russo brothers breaking it down, but not many, not many films do the Mission Impossible thing. And I think the only reason the Mission Impossible does it because Tom Cruise wants to show you that he's doing stuff. So he wants people to film him doing things. I don't think that's how Marvel works. But they should. I remember you saying about um about your son, Steve, about how he doesn't like to look at he the hates it. behind yeah. the scenes hates stuff. It. And I and I'm becoming a bit more like that, actually. Really? Yeah. With certain things, I've noticed just sort of in recent years watching the making of yeah. stuff. It's kind of took a little bit away from the magic. Oh. And I kind of with this one, I don't I don't I don't want to see what went on behind the scenes. Yeah, I want to keep it as it is. So that the next time I watch it, I'll be like, oh yeah, I'm, I remember seeing what that all that was blue screen or whatever, or green screen or do you know what I mean? I kind of they've done it so well and the seams between stuff now it, you know, you can't tell that's a backdrop anymore. You can't tell that that's CGI and that's real and They've done it so well, I kind of think, well, I just want to keep it as it is. So every time I watch it, it's just going to be transporting me that, to that that moment, that place. Now, would you at least would you at least wa- listen to a uh, um, director's commentary? Yeah, I think that. Uh, yeah, I think that uh, that would be something that I'm I'm probably still okay with. But I I, I find increasingly so. Because the illusion now is so good, mm. it, it, it it's more of a schism when it gets punctured. You're so right. Yeah, if I saw Josh Brolin sitting down next to an armor with all little dots, I'd all be, over yeah, I'd be like, oh man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I'm kind of starting to lean more that way. I could get that. So Dan, you kind of agree? You'd be like, I would rather. No, I can it. appreciate it. I, I totally get that. But much like a gearhead wants to lift up the hood and look into the engine and see what makes it go, I'm very much that mm. way too. So I'm I'm actually the opposite. I want to see it from concept. You know, I mean, right when they sat down and said, "How are we going to do this?" I want to see storyboards. I want to see the discussions. Oh. I want to see the outtakes. I want it all. I think there's only yeah. one set I want to see. And that's the um, the dark world thing. What, what was the name of that place? The de- the where the soul stone is. Oh, uh, 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 more. Oh, Jesus! Why am I forgetting right now? Well, that planet. I want to see that set while they were up when they were up on top discussing who's going to die. That thing. I was like, wow, that is the best. Like it looks like they are on that planet. It didn't look for some reason CGI to me. It looked like they found a desolated planet and placed these people on the top of this mountain. It was crisp, clean. I said, this is how you do a movie. It was so big, G. It was so monstrous that there were just these two little people on the top of this mountain being like, so who's going to jump? I said, this is an effective freaking scene. I loved that scene. But that's the only thing I would watch on the Bormir. Oh, there it goes. 
That's and the, I just it was driving me crazy. Yeah, that's the only thing I'd watch. I'd only want to watch who how did they composite that and make it so that it looked because black dark rock can look super like oh come on. It looked yeah, great yeah. in the dark. It still popped. That's hard to do. And so I want to see how they did that. That's it, though. Everything else, I kind of have an idea on how they did it, and I wouldn't need to see it, but I want to hear the director's commentary, like, saying, we took this shot 15, 20 times because he wouldn't, we wanted to see how many different things he could call that person. Like, something like that. Or like, oh, I wanted to see how many times Paul Rudd could describe time travel in a different way. I want to hear that stuff. But like, oh, I would love to see that. I would love to hear that story. Because, you know, it's, it, the, the behind the scenes is fun, but only tangentially kind of like, okay, well, let me see enough, but I don't need to see, the, like you said, the dots on somebody's face or anything, but I would like to see them saying this scene almost didn't make it and being like, what? That scene almost didn't make it? Because you know, there are scenes, this movie probably could be at five hours and they just had to chop away at awesome scenes over and over again. That's crazy. Something that we need to get to, I think, I know that we're not going to just break the entire movie down and we were heading that way, but I mm. think that we have to touch on this because you were asking scenes that I think are key or that we think are yes. key. And the next scene that we were just about to talk about is totally one of those scenes. And it's when we see new Asgard. That's super important oh, yeah. right there because now yeah. we've, we've seen yeah. where the refugees have gone. They're, they're somewhere in Norway and they've created new Asgard, mm-hmm. but just like everyone else that we've been talking about so far, now we see what five years has done to Thor and Amazing. probably more than anyone it's affected him. Right. Yes. Oh yes. man. Incredible. Yes. He's gone back to his, his ways of just being a heavy drunk. And I guess the metabolism slowed down. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know how because he always I think drunk. he's drinking them IPAs, man, because them IPAs will do it to you. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. I'm living proof. Yeah. <laughs> but also we get introduced to a new, you know, a Thor of the comics, a chubbier Thor, even though it's normally when yeah. he's older. I think they're kind of mixing the two together. Um, which I there's the I Odin like. thing going on as well with him. Isn't yes, it? like the, it becoming the like the all father kind of totally with the with the braided with the, with the braided the, beard. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's really cool, actually. But my favorite cameo of the whole movie is in this scene. Oh, me too, man. <laughs> so great. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, mate. Taika got that bloke's that back again. Yeah. That kid's back again. Oh, the name it was uh, uh, Noob Master sixty nine. Dude. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude. He's a noob master 69. If I see you on here one more time, I'm going to rip off your arms and shove them up your butt. He's like, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. He goes, he goes, oh yeah, go ahead and cry. Little kid. (laughs) Just scary as a little kid. This is the God of Thunder. (laughs) So funny. So great. It was a great scene. The whole. They're playing Fortnite in 2023. Yeah. It's so good, dude. I mean, they nailed the fact that Chris Hemsworth went from drunk, silly to immediately when he heard that name, everything changed. Mm-hmm. You brought him into my house now. You brought Rhea, just like he did to, just like um, Cap did to Iron Man. You brought reality to where I was trying to escape reality. Mm-hmm. You did it to me now. Yeah. And he Even reacted. Korg's like, oh yeah, we don't speak that name. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yep. And it's like, look, and I loved how the, the Hulk was like, when I was in your air, when I was in your mindset, you helped me. So it's my job to help you. 
Plus, there's beer on the ship. You know exactly. He's like, what, what kind? kind? <laughs> that's a damn. Yeah. That's a damn question. Total beer snob. What kind? Because you know rockets. You know rockets gonna understand how to motivate somebody like that because he's a little like that himself, isn't he? Yes. Yes. You know, cyn- cynical and like done with everything. Doesn't really want to be. You know, he's always looking for the easy way. And they're becoming very so close. Good. Like Rocket and Thor are becoming yeah. very close, like closer than, like, I don't think they can make Quill and Rocket buddies like Thor and Rocket anymore. No, that's the buddy movie I want to see. Thor and Rocket? Yeah. For sure. Oh, dude. Oh, de- that's what I don't, that's what I'm saying. I think he outgrew um, Guardians of the Galaxy. I think he outgrew it. I would watch a Rocket movie. No doubt. I mean, I think he has his place. I think he's one one of the key characters in Guardians that makes it what it is. But I'm totally down with just a one off. Oh, dude. And I don't. Th- but I'm one of the few that now, unfortunately for me, for some reason, Chris Pratt is losing his thing. I don't know what the thing was he had, but I'm just like, I'm kind of over it, Jay. I don't know if I'm as far as over it, but I can totally see what you're talking about. I don't know what happened. What do you think happened? Nothing changed. I'm just like, eh. Nothing's changed. You're right. But it could it just be possible, for lack of a better term, overexposure? I didn't think of that. We got so much Chris Pratt all at once. I did And not people are, st- I'm not one of those people, but people are still pissed off at, at Quill for what oh, they think sure. he did. No. No, no, no. It's me neither. But I think it really could be just a good old fashioned case of overexposure. So you think Chris Hemsworth is doing the thing where you're not going to see me a lot? You're going to see me sometimes. He's doing the smart thing because I'm sure if he wanted to work every month, Chris Hemsworth can work every month. That all depends, man. We're going to get the men in black coming out pretty oh, soon. That l- that looks oh, so bad. It looks better than it should. Has any business looking? I, I, I think it looks dreadful. I'm with Johnny on this one. I don't think I'm, it's I'm, looking very good. I'm, I saw the trailer for it. I was All like, right. oh, this is bad. Mark your words, if people. This, Yell it out, Steve, so oh, it's no. so. Make I'm it so. saying it, when they get together on that screen, <laughs> watch. You're going to be like, okay, okay. Yell timestamp, Steve. Make it happen. Make it yeah. watch. It's going to happen. But um, I love that Like with Thor... There is a lot of possibilities throughout this movie. I'm going to be honest with you. I thought when the lightning hit him, all of a sudden we're going to see old Thor again. I really did. I said, oh, he's going to somehow the lightning's going to make him ripped. Yeah. yeah I really did. Yeah, I was too. Wrong I thought again. he looked awesome, but, though. I thought he looked great. But how brilliant, how brilliant that they didn't do that. I loved that they didn't do that. Now, I'm one of the few that for the when everybody's getting the stones and trying to get the stones, I loved that part. But it wasn't my favorite. I just thought it was really fun. I was like, oh, this is fun. This is really cool. I, I just thought that it took such a brilliant movie to make that fun. I'm, I was more impressed with the, they're following all these storylines and I'm not getting bored. That's hard to do, dude. I was yeah, like, incredible. They're all got, they all got their things. They missed one, but they all got their things. Now, the big one for me was Natasha and Hawkeye. That was the big one. Where I was like, oh my God. Oh, that was heavy. That was so heavy. And as the audience, you know something has to happen. You know it's coming. Of course. You just don't know how they're going to do it. But but in those two minutes, you become resigned. Oh no, someone's going to die. Oh crap, Hawkeye's going to die. That sucks. But I get it because he's gone through a lot having the, you know, he lost his family. He has nothing to live for. So he's going to, we become resigned to the fact Hawkeye's going to die that quick. 
They make yeah. you do it. Yeah, yeah. And it's when he says, "You know what I've done." Bingo. We're like, you yeah, think, you you're think, right. you think, right? Okay, yeah, all right, yeah, that makes sense. And then they're like, "Oh, you silly gooses!" And they got me. They got me. Mm. They oh, totally got yeah. me. When they were going back and forth, back and forth, I still was like, "Oh, but I know who's going to ultimately fall." That is insane. Let's talk about that for just a second. Out of your personal Deadpool, if you will, who did you think was going to go? Did you see Natasha going? No. no. Nor did I. No. I thought Cap and Iron Man. Yeah, me too. I was staying pretty yeah. basic with it. And yeah. It makes you sense. get one of those answers. <laughs> it, it, it totally made sense. And here's the hard part. When Natasha was like, let me go. Oh, she was just ready. She's done. She's done. She's like, if I go, we win. Yeah, it was a whatever it takes moment. I don't yeah. think she really wanted to do it. She just it's knew like, she had to. Bingo. And she knew that he had a family he could go back to. Exactly. She didn't. Exactly. Yeah. Didn't even know her parents. Yeah. And she and she knew she could never have a family too, from what we learned yes. about her in the last film, right? And what had been done to her. And the hard thing is when they were going there, I should have seen it coming, because he's like, it's a long way from Budapest, huh? I was like, oh, they're doing the thing. They're bonding. What's happening here? But I didn't even think about it. I was like, hey, hey, long way from Budapest. It's hilarious. I wasn't even thinking about it. And then when they got there, I should have known, oh, someone's going to have to die. But I love how they didn't make it a sad thing. They just sat down and was like, all right, someone has to die. Well, we know who it's going to be. And, you know, I just loved how they just like, these two warriors are way matter of fact about death. Like, I guess it's got to be me. Nah, it's got to be me. Nah, I probably got to go. I'm like, that is a warrior right there. Everyone else would make it like a really cryy moment, but they were so matter of fact. Because death doesn't, it does scare them, but they won't let it out. They're just like, it's got to be me. No problem. I got a prediction. What's that? I don't know if it's going to come true, and I'm not that tied to it. But what if the Black Widow movie shows us in Budapest, shows them in Budapest and how that all, because everyone wants to know what happened in Budapest, right? That's what it's totally They keep talking about that. They've now reinforced Jeremy Renner's character. I keep saying, like I'm, I'm saying the actor, but you know what I'm saying. They, they reinforced yeah. Yeah. Hawkeye. So he's mm. that much cooler than he was two movies ago, right? So why not yeah. make this awesome movie now where they, it shows how they met, what happened in Budapest, because they keep talking about it for a reason. I think that's what's going to happen. I have a bigger prediction. Go for it. She's not dead. No, I think she's dead. I think she's dead right now. I think she's coming back. I don't with know. Gamora I mean, back, with Gamora back? Yeah, but Bruce even said, Bruce said, I tried to snap her back. I couldn't get her back. Yeah, but, she, mm. but Gamora didn't snap back. That's not how that one worked. She couldn't snap Gamora back either. She's a younger Gamora. Yeah, she's a younger. Yes. She doesn't even know Peter. At this point, bingo. I think there's a there's a way to get there is a way to get her back. We know that without a doubt. Well, there's Marvel but magic do, that's going to happen, but, but I still think that she's thi dead, like finally the, dead. Here, the problem with getting her back is getting her back means giving Thanos a second chance, a third chance. Are they willing to do that? Is the question. You because you will go back in a timeline where he's around again. <laughs> I mean, I could see that happening, but it just doesn't seem like that's where they're going anytime soon. Like, oh, I don't no, see I don't if, if that's the case. And then you have to also kind of accommodate for age I, or account for age. Rather, I don't think it's going to happen, man, because they have all these other movies are going to be coming out. They really do. And they got and look, we have a Nebula and we have a Gamora. 
I really could have gone without her coming back. She does nothing for me. But anyway. Gamora? Um, yeah, she's such a duddy character to me. Where'd she go? That's what I want to know. She's like, she's such a... I don't understand her, like the... I don't get it. <laughs> I'm like, I don't get why people like her as a character. I think she's just like, eh, she's fine. Um, but I think we have... An, I think Nebula is endlessly fascinating. She keeps getting better and better. She could, there's so much that could be done with her. Um, but again, we have Gamora, we have, we have Nebula. We're good and you're right with Black Widow. But I do, I'm going to miss her even though I wasn't a big fan. I am going to miss her. I think that that's, that scene was very effective. And I think it's going to make an impact on um, Hawkeye. Because remember when he comes back, they see it in his face. What happened? Yeah. Said, where's Natasha? Or where's Nat? And you see it on his face that, oh, she's gone. But the thing is, again, Captain America holds it together. He understands that there is an ultimate goal and he focuses on that ultimate goal, G. He's inhuman in this movie. (laughs) He's not human. He's just like, I have a goal. We have to beat Thanos. And he keeps thinking that, if we don't beat him, these people died for nothing. We can't not win now. It's just too much on at stake at this point. We have to win. It's so good, dude. How it's they Cap, did that. Cap is is just the man. He's the man. He is the man, dude. He is just moving forward, moving forward, moving forward. Now here's the thing. When Cap goes back in time, well, for, no, we're not going to do that. How did you guys like the Captain America, John Stark, or I said John Stark, Tony Stark oh, back in time Howard thing? Stark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How did you guys like that little uh That throwback? was amazing. That was brilliant. All these time travel vignettes were so smart, like I was saying before, that they did it without actually making us all confused. And then they come back and we actually, mind you, how many hours are we in now? Like on the movie, Dan, or Bucks? We're just a bit over an hour. Gee. <laughs> Three hours and one minute, man. We've already done, um, we're almost to a normal film at an hour and a half. And they haven't even like said, now it's going to start revving up. This whole thing is just a going to the top of the hill. It's all it is. For an hour and some change. And we're all on the ride. That's almost an impossibility. Um, but one of the important things about the getting the stones, a very important thing, and Dan, you can kind of go into, or, or, or Bucks, something happens with Nebula that's very important. The old switcheroo. Yes. That is a huge thing that happens. That you're like, oh, the whole thing was important for that even, just by itself. Not only was it the switcheroo, but it was Thanos understanding, oh, doing the aha hmm. he did that whole thing and he's like okay and it made total sense that when i a i don't know how i didn't see it coming the switcheroo and then it all comes back and it's like okay we got all the stones and in a normal movie this is the end of the movie they won game set match now what i didn't understand is do you know what she did with her fingers, the new nebula in the time thing? 
Oh, yeah, she kind of plugged herself in, didn't she? Like USB fingers. How does she know? How does she know how to do that? Like, work it. Well, part of her's. I mean, she's got circuitry in her. I don't know, man. She did an R2. I'm totally guessing. But she busted out an R2-D2 right now, man. She just plugged in oh, I didn't and know that fixed was an that shit. Thing. Totally an R2-D2 move. I actually thought that in the movie. Get out of here. Did you? Yeah, because it's just, it's, yeah. would you agree, Johnny? Yeah, totally. Yeah, oh, that's really cool. It's just cool. a Star Wars thing. I didn't know that. Yeah, so that I think that's how she did it. But I, I just think that that whole that whole arc in the movie is just so well played. The switcheroo, older Nebula is left behind, trying to convince the younger Gamora mm-hmm. to come with her and all this. And then, you know, this is where we learn that Arthanos actually learns the plot of what's going on. He's seen his future happen, much like what we were talking mm-hmm. about in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a really important it's, part of it because if it not for it's something about those guardians characters man they have a way of fucking up the plot isn't of it amazing movies, isn't <laughs> making amazing? bad things happen. Have, yeah. Did you notice the fatherhood line going throughout the film? Because uh, remember, Thanos is the father of Gamora and Nebula, which was a big deal, and then John and then Tony being a brand new father to his daughter and leaving them. I was like, oh my gosh! And then at the end, those are the two that are sacrificed. He also goes back in time and meets his father. It's just this whole, yes. The whole thing is just like, wow. It's a that was, big. That was a great scene. When was, he met I love that scene. Yeah. I love that. I that, love that awesome. um, he's like, my dad used to tell me something. And he's like, oh, what was it? He said, money can buy everything but time. That's how we started saying. Oh, gee, come <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. Come on. He's like, sounds like a smart guy. Oh, it's so good. And but that quote is really good. It's a great quote. Hey, when they went back to the 70s and they're at the shield base, did you happen to notice when they go into Pim's lab? Did you guys see any Easter eggs there? I didn't. The original helmet. The original Ant-Man helmet. Yeah, Yeah, the Hank Pym Ant-Man helmet. I was like, oh nice. And how awesome did um, Michael Douglas look again? Aged even less. Do you That's know what crazy. I mean? They're not playing around with their they're, CG. They're really aging not. things magic. There's something voodoo it's stuff going crazy. on. It in is it. absolutely crazy. So we get our last Stanley cameo in this, oh, right? Where he's like, hey man, yeah. make love, not yeah. war. Now clearly they CG'd him down to make him look younger. I'm wondering, was that in fact Stanley? Do we know if if he filmed that scene? I heard that was his last one. Right. Okay. I don't know. Both times I saw it, he looked weird. And I know it's the CGI making him look that way, but I didn't know, like, man. Was that even him? Did they just do that for the, you know, the continuity and to actually complete this? And you have they have him in all the movies. But um, I was just wondering if you guys think it's him. I'm going to go with that. But I was not entirely sure. Out, both times I out saw out of it. curiosity, do you think that it's weird that um, this is to- not really off topic, but kind of? Do you think it's weird that Captain Marvel was a pretty big deal in the um, commercials, but she really wasn't a factor in this movie too much? I think she did just enough. She was oddly absent. And I though, think no? that when she was on screen, yeah. I, I'd be honest with you. I liked her better this time than I liked her in Captain Marvel. That's just me. Oh, really? Okay. And I didn't realize this. I actually read this not too long ago that that was actually filmed before Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. They did all that stuff in between. Like they just went right into right when they started doing uh, or they finished Infinity War. Rather, they started filming, <clears throat> excuse me, Endgame. And they had her come in for just a small amount of time and do her parts. And then she filmed the other movie. I did not know that. That's very, very yeah. interesting. So, which makes me kind of wonder. That's why she looks different. Maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not the pixie cut, but I'm talking about even in the trailer. Yeah, mm. 
they just had her looking. It was just a different aesthetic that she had director to director, I guess. But no, but I think she was in it just enough. So we're getting ready to go into the third act. I know we kind of just quickly went over the second act, but um, in regards to they now have the stones, right? Mm -hmm. I had a I don't know if I want to call it a problem with this, but maybe you guys can shed some light on things. So to my understanding, the Infinity Gauntlet was made in that Nedivalier place. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's 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 obviously this massive piece of equipment, if you whatever you call it, that's made by the gods, essentially. Right. Now we have these stones back. And they were able to recreate this with nanotechnology. Did that bug anybody at all? No, I love nanotech no, though. I, I, I didn't think about it. Yeah, I didn't mind it. I don't know. I mean, it's it didn't ruin the movie for me. It didn't take me out of it too completely. But I was just like, wow, like they fixed that problem pretty quickly. And, and I guess it. So what I'm wondering is, is the Infinity Gauntlet not that important? Is it simply just something to hold the stones? I think it's something to hold the stones. Yeah, that's what it is. Because they made such a big deal about it in the first place. Thanos went to Ned Valier and had all those people killed and everything. And they had and they forced. Uh, oh, God. Um, Mitri, whatever his name was. Thank you. Mitri. Yeah. They he forced him to build that for him. And they had a mold that was there and everything still. Mm. And then it just seemed kind of weird that they I'm not going to like stay on this too long because clearly you guys don't share my opinion. But it just seemed it seemed a little odd to me that they were like, oh, well, we'll just build one here. But again, small little issue that I had with the movie that did not take away. Yeah, in my brain, it's just whatever holds the stones. Yeah. That's yeah. what's going to have. It's the power of the stones, not what actually holds it. It's just, mm -hmm. hey, if the stones are together, this is you're going to have this power. And and Tony made a glove that actually holds them all. And can change size. No, no, yep. Cool. Nanotech. What are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. Starked it. He starked it. He starked it. Exactly. Like Buck said. Starked it. So speaking of the snap, the first person to snap in this one's going to be Banner, right? Yes. I wanted Thor. For any particular reason other than you just like the god. character and you wanted. Yeah, you didn't see. But there was nothing that you would, you were expecting to happen no, or you wanted to happen. I just that like, if anyone's going to snap and live, it might be a literal god. Might want to give it to him because it almost killed a mad titan. The only thing higher. Well, technically kind of not, but. The only thing that might survive it was a god. But then Bruce made a great point. He's like, I literally can withhold gamma rays. Mm. So Yeah, he said it was primarily gamma, yeah, ra gamma radiation. I'm fine. It might have killed Thor. Well, to as much as a god can be killed. Or hurt him a lot more. Yes. And it, I mean, we see later, Hulk is not recuperated. I don't know when his arm gets back to normal. If it ever does. If it ever goes back to normal, we might get one arm or we might get like a Shuri enforced arm for Hulk or something, which is not out of the realm of possibility. Not at all. <laughs> it could happen. But um, that snap, was it effective for y'all? Yeah. Because there's that yeah. moment of silence. Is, is it, Did it work? Yes. That's what the, it was for me. And it was the birds in the trees. Yes. Is that, is, is that, is that enough birds? Do you know what I mean? You're thinking, okay, that that's possibly a good sign. Yeah. I didn't hear birds. <laughs> On the before. subject of the birds, were the birds missing the entire time? Well, we know 50% of life is gone. And so they probably were like, it's more life than we've seen. Yeah, it wasn't just one bird, was it? It was like there's a, yeah. there's a bunch of birds yeah. there now. Yeah. So. 
and they were singing yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. So I guess that okay. To me, it was a hint that maybe it had worked, but it wasn't conclusive evidence. It was kind of like this is an encouraging sign, possibly. Do you know what I mean? It was kind. Of, it, no, yeah, you totally. weren't. You weren't sure. Like it's it's one of those things where you don't know you're missing a sound until the sound comes back. You're like, oh, yeah. I didn't know that thing went off, and so he didn't know he was missing the bird sound. Until he's like, something sounds different yeah. because you hadn't heard it for so long. You're like, oh, that's a thing that wasn't there before. And then just as you start to hope, <laughs> gee, Looking I don't know how they the didn't window. notice nebulae. They didn't What's know nebula that? was gone. Oh, oh, dude, that hit like a ton of bricks. The fact that they all survived oh. that. And was it was silent as well. You're just looking up and it's coming down. Just boom. Uh. Something else I could say about that scene that I thought was really important and very effective was that right after Scott sees the birds and knows that he, that he thinks that it works, we get the call from Clint's wife on the phone. And the look on his face and the, and the relief on his face and how he picks it up and you can hear her talking to him and everything. And it was just like, ah, everything's right. The snap worked. Mm. But we end up finding out that... Uh, the snap work, yes, but there's something else that's going to be coming right now that's going to really put water over that fire of happiness right now because it goes from that to what we're about to talk about right now. I think someone should have died. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone should have died. I mean, because we have mortals. Yes, exactly. Hawkeye They're is mortals. normal. Come on. That was brutal because they blew that shit off of the map and it made it look like the surrounding area made it look like they're on another planet. Mm. It was just so it was so much in, destruction exactly. and gray and so, and everyone survived. I was like, okay. I mean, War Machine should have died, Rocket should have died, and Hawkeye should have died. Hawkeye should have died. Those are the three people that should have been and it would have been effect. We would have been like, oh, but it would have made sense to us. We'd be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would that would kill somebody but out of all that destruction they come walking out i was like they're the avengers man i mean i mean war machine kind of i mean i love don Cheadle, but he wouldn't have survived that nah hey it's good to see some meat on his bones again though right yeah he's definitely looking healthy, in comparison yeah. to the last time because he looked sickly in infinity we were worried War. about him weren't we do you remember i was totally yeah. worried about him but he seems good yeah, now yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, I, I like the fact that Hulk is holding up everything, which is beautiful. It's a beautiful sentiment. Yeah. Um, I think what made this thing pop for me is the fact that instead of raining more hellfire, he uh, Thanos comes out of his ship, mm-hmm. and uh, he's asked after a brief conversation, "What are you going to do?" And he said, "I'm just going to sit here and wait." Mm. Yeah. He's like, go get me the stones. He literally is. What are you going to do? I'm going to wait. I want to fight them head up. Whoever comes walking out of that building, I'm going to go ahead and take. Like, he is so confident that I'm going to kill whatever comes out. And apparently for good reason, as we see later. He is so confident that I'm just going to go ahead and. And then uh, I love how Thor is just sitting there looking at him. Uh, now, mind you, also, uh, how did you like the the um, chase scene between uh, those monsters and Hawkeye? Oh, I liked it a lot. Whatever those monsters were. I didn't even know what those monsters were. Well, were they Chitauri? Were they the same things that they're fighting on when, like, from uh I Wakanda? think some of them were. Maybe they were just more of that type of a species because we did, ha- we did end up getting the whales again. Mm. They were like the Wakanda things, weren't they, that were busting through the shield. Yeah, maybe it was some, maybe those were that's, yeah, that's they they seemed bigger, of. but 
So can we assume that maybe she, the she was like he was like go get me the stones and she sent those things to go get them? Uh, I didn't take that. I think it was just part of the attack. It was just part of the attack. And I also took the go get the stones thing as like more of like the daddy issues kind of thing. Like, okay, great. You brought me here. We've just done this, but you're still Nebula. You're still my daughter. You're going to do the dirty work. I'm going to sit here and wait. Yeah, I'm, That's kind of how I took I it. I took it as I think they're still alive and I'm going to kill them. I never saw that as not being part of the plan. I just, I thought it was like one final punk that he could do for her because, you know, they've always had that kind of a relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. At first, I thought it was corny until he really started letting loose with them explosions. I was like, that was a cool freaking scene. It turned out it was really fun. Ended pretty quickly. It did. Like he handled his business. He didn't really have any, any, uh, outside of being chased. I didn't really feel that he was in any imminent danger or anything. Like I that. loved how he turned around real quick to be like, I'm still ready for some. And he had already killed them all. I'm like that. This is five oh, years later, Hawkeye. That flash <laughs> bit behind his back. He didn't even look around, cut it in oh, off. Oh, that last one. That was five years <laughs> later, Hawkeye. We're messing with a different guy now. Yeah, that was awesome. That was real good. And also, he <laughs> has a reason. Natasha died. This has to work. Yeah. He's not just fighting for this. He's fighting like, my, my best friend died. For this moment, he's fighting for a different reason. That was really good. I like, and so we get to, uh, unless you guys have any other moments, we do get to Thor looking at Thanos and then Cap coming behind him and be like, where is he? Mm. And he's like, he's just sitting there. (laughs) I don't know what the hell he's doing. Yes, and he's just like, and I know Thor's like, I don't get it. Like he's not running. And, And Thanos isn't even paying attention to them. He's like, you guys are not even on my list of things to worry about. Like, he's not in the least bit worried about those guys. Thanos is like, I'm going to have them stones Dude, in just a second. that's what he's thinking. He's like, I know mm-hmm. how this story ends already. I saw it. I know I win. So let's just go through the motions. No. Problem. I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm inevitable. Oh, it's such a great <laughs> quote. I'm inevitable. And so he, he, he's talking to them and he's like, I had this all wrong. Oh, what a good speech. Silly me. I should have just killed all (laughs) y'all. How good is that speech, Dan? This is what makes him the person that I'm thinking he is, man. As one of the top villains ever, if not the top. He's not being mean. He's just being like, you know what? I was just That's what's great about it. He's like, I'm doing this shit without anger. This is what has to happen. It turns out I was totally It ain't personal. Exactly. It's almost like he was sitting there thinking of that. (laughs) He was on the stoop being like, you know what? I think I made a wrong choice. Because he's like, the one way that you guys don't chop my head off is if you guys don't exist, period. I'm like, you know what? That's fair. He saw the future. And he's like, oh, if they're not there, that doesn't happen. I'm like, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. And then when he starts getting up and getting his armor on, I get worried, dog. I'm like, oh, no. That's the equivalent of some dude taking off his shirt. Oh, for sure. It's the equivalent of a sister taking off her earrings. I'm like, oh, it's about, we might want to stop this now or it's about to happen. Her shoes are off. Yep, game over. <laughs> Be worried. And, and he, that weapon, man. That weapon oh, that weapon. Ready. The two-sided Whoa. blade. Yeah, what is that, man? I know there's a term for it. Does anyone know the name oh, of that thing? Because it's so Yes, hard. I do. Do you have it? Yeah. 
Oh, you want to know it? <laughs> that would be helpful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's called Thanos's two sided blade joint. Oh, oh man, right. I'm glad that we went there. I think we're all a little better now. <laughs> Education. <laughs> the more, <laughs> the more you know. I see the rainbow right now. <laughs> I'm all fucking yes, Steve. More than anything in the world. Of course. How, how could I forget the TTSBJ, man? It's an old night. That was well done and fast. <laughs> that was. I'm pretty impressed with that. I John. couldn't have done that. I've got a pen and pencil here. I'm fine. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, cool. so Thanos' is two-sided blade joint. Hey, before we go too far down the road, what did we think of Thor's final transformation? Oh, dude. Oh. I don't know what was better. Him transforming or Thanos not responding at all to it. <laughs> <laughs> that lightning will braid your beard, though. It will. And this and Thanos was like, I am so, what do I have for dinner tonight? Like, what am I cooking? He's like, did I leave the iron on? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, that lightning reminds me. Did I turn off the lights? I don't know. He is, do you realize he's not worried at all? Those spiky berries I picked at the beginning of the movie were gooder than a mug. I wish I had one of those right now. <laughs> Did you see how they made him purposely not respond to it? He was just like, okay, let's do it. I like lightning. Who does not lightning even worry at all? He's like, yeah, I don't, I don't care about this. I see your white eyes. I'm not tripping. Yeah, I will see your white eyes and raise you a big purple dude that's a genius that can fight better than all y'all. I'll raise you one. And he can fight better than every he is can we all agree that he is clearly leaps and bounds better than every single one of them like uh, yeah i'd say so leaps uh, because back. no no individual can take Not him down one. it's a group effort yes and even remember the job he did on the hulk in infinity war right Cake at the beginning wall. made him make that it's sound, that, oh, <laughs> sound. <laughs> yeah. sit down light work i mean because in his brain he's like Remember, this guy's the Mad Titan. He's destroyed worlds. Three people aren't a big deal. He hit Hulk so hard and knocked him he, out of the movie. Yeah, yeah. He also did that to someone else in this very movie. Oh. <laughs> he hit someone so hard, she disappeared for the rest of the fight. <laughs> that is a punch. Yeah. And so when he starts fighting, did I, this is the one Dan's right. I'm going to watch it so that I could slow down everything that happens in this fight. Because uh -huh. there's thrown hammers where he blocks the hammer, then ducks and hits the... I was like, so much is... And you notice how they don't make it comically like weird? He is a hulking dude that's moving as fast as a hulking dude can. But all of his moves are so perfect. Mm. It's almost like a dance. He just fights. And I'm like, man, this guy is unbeatable, dude. He's unbeatable. He's amazing. This scene that we're talking about right now sort of just starts the whole thing off. Yes. But I knew that we were in for something amazing when Tony tells Thor, hey, hit me. And Thor shoots the lightning Bruh. at the suit Bruh. and then it projects oh, out the front. Oh, my God, that thing. And yeah. then. I'm like, and you guys are on some next level yeah. shit right and now. That was fist pumpingly good. Uh, like, I honestly. That was huge. That's, I went, I remember I had to like quiet myself down that was because huge. I didn't want to like piss the person but off then, next to me. But I was when the, so excited. When Donald's blocks it though. Yeah, like it was like nothing, it but was, it was still impressive. It was impressive, but he's just like, yeah, y'all are going to. And here's the problem when that doesn't work, even though they're still fighting him, I know they're thinking, 
damn. Like, we haven't put a scratch on him. He's not bleeding. We have not. He hasn't done the, you know how when uh, uh, Rocky hit Drago and he starts bleeding? And you're like, oh, I can make him bleed. They haven't done that yet. They haven't been like, oh, I can make him hurt. Not yet. And I'm like, oh, this is so rough, dude. I don't like this at all. This is, <laughs> this is supposed to go another way. Because in my brain, they start fighting him for the second time and destroy him. I mean, destroy him. And it didn't work that time. Because even remember before they fought, uh, Thor says, let's kill him properly this time. Yeah. Right. He didn't do it. <laughs> oh, you know what he did do, though? What? Do you guys remember when he pitched Mjolnir to himself and hit it with, with, fucking, with fucking Stormbreaker? Gee. That oh, was yeah. insane. Yeah. Gee. So insane, All these man. moves are so good that they should have done so something. Much. All these moves. And it ends up starting something here that I'm going to go ahead and put it out there right now. I know I'm making bold statements on this one. And again, I'm completely fueled off Endgame right now. But I think that this might be one of the greatest battles on screen. Ever. Yes. It was amazing. One of, for sure. One of. It was yeah. like, Infinity War was like, check this out. And Endgame was like, no, hold up. Check this out. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, I mean, I have, I literally got chills right now thinking about how good this battle was and everything that goes down in this. And just so, so many key moments that, that come into play in this one here, it's man. So this is where my tears really started to flow. And they weren't, they were just tears of joy. Yes. Straight up joy. And I'm not even saying that to be cliche. You hear it all the time on podcasts or you know, interviews or whatever. Oh, this is, and I cried. No, I fucking teared up and tears were rolling during this part. And it was just pure joy because I'm seeing this amazing thing that was just conceptualized in some room come to life. And it's just it's beautiful, more beautiful than, it, than I could even imagine. It's, you know, when, oh, here's the thing. I think we're all going to say the same thing. Thor is getting beaten up to a pulp. And all of a sudden you see the hammer. And mind you in the comic, um, just a, a side note, in the comic, though, Hammer can act on its own. So that's what I'm thinking it's doing. And I think right, they could have, right. wouldn't that have been cool, though, if the Hammer was like, I am now sentient and starts just doing its own thing? I was Te like, oh, they're doing that. Teams up in a buddy movie with Doctor Strange's cape. Come on. <laughs> so freaking good. But how long, okay, Estimating, I know you're, you're you could be watching it, Dan. How long was um Thanos actually beating up on them before the hammer thing happens? It was a minute, right? I would say it was a good seven to eight minutes. Gee, that is a beating. You are taking a beating, dude, from him. And that's just movie time. That's just <laughs> you know that that's that's who knows how long it was really going on for. But I would say that what we saw was probably seven days and minutes. not bleeding yet. He's like, this is light work. Y'all still aren't. And they're, this isn't one at a time. They're all trying to get at Thanos at the same time. And this is the time where we realize he's not just dangerous for Hulk. He's dangerous for everyone. At the same time, he loves this thing. Because remember when he was beating up, when Hulk was beating him up and the guy was like, let him have his fun? Yeah. This was fun for him. This is what he likes to do. And we see more of that a little bit later. Um, did you, okay, D Dan, because you're, this is more important to you, Dan. 
It is important to me, What's but that? it's more important to you. Would you like to go ahead and narrate us into the most jaw-dropping movie uh, part of this movie? Yeah, you caught me fist pumping on that one, didn't you? <laughs> I think you said something about that. Yeah, man, that scene was great because we have Thor mm-hmm. and we have Thanos and they're going mm-hmm. at it. And this is the part where he catches Stormbreaker midair, Thanos mm-hmm. does, and kind of does a reversal on Thor. Ooh. He's pushing the axe yeah. into his yeah. chest. Yeah. And you could see it starting, it's starting to, penetrate. to penetrate. And I was getting a little bit worried right there because, you know, this is, I th- I sort of thought Thor was going to be gone. And suddenly you see Mjolnir come flying through the air and then do like a reverse Goes into reverse, flies past both of them, and who catches it? In probably my favorite scene of the entire movie, mm-hmm. the look that Cap has when that lands into his hand was just... Ready. And instantly tears start flowing down oh, my face yeah. again, man. It was just... I mean, he looked... I've always liked Cap. Always. Oh, dude. But I liked him best in this dude. movie. Man. I mean, outside of, like, say, Winter Soldier, where that was purely his, this was just him being Cap at his best. I had no idea that was going to happen, although they did kind of allude to it in Ultron when they're all having that little party and he tries, they're all trying to pick it up and it kind of moves when he does it. So when he picks this thing up and Thor's like, I knew it. I was like, yes, I did too, Thor. I fucking did too. And then he went, wham. And and I went, he catches air. He starts flipping it. And I was like, he, and he's even doing the lightning. I said, oh my. And this is my fault from like, this is how they're going to beat Thanos. Literally immediately. I'm like, it's over. Game over. Game over. <laughs> That's what I thought. Cap does so much amazing shit in that minute of time oh, right there. dude. He's working with working him. Mjolnir. I'm almost here crying over here. He has, he's working with Mjolnir and he also has his shield, dude. which he throws at him. And then he throws the dude. fucking Mjolnir at the shield. <laughs> yeah. Clang. Yeah. I mean... Ugh. That is so much more of a visual. And I know that the people that are listening have seen this, but you know what I'm talking about. Oh, There's nothing cooler on screen, man. One of the best things ever. And, and, and here's the part where the mad Titan lets his emotions come in. He gets frustrated. Mm. He gets frustrated and you see how it shows. He's like, I am sick and tired of this man. <laughs> yeah. You see him? How he starts getting, you never see him mad. You just see him real chill. This time he was like, I am done as he's hitting him with y'all. I'm done. Will you die already? And as he's doing it, I know Dan was thinking, oh my God, this is how he dies. But it was also, to be honest, it was one of those things where like, they've surprised me this much so far. That I'm not going to try and fill in the blanks. I'm just going to see what is happening. Yes. But what's happening on the screen is making my fucking jaw drop. I was like, oh, here's where I, this was my only third tier. This is the third one. Is, um, oh my gosh, it's so good. I'm getting chills now. When the whole army is behind Thanos. Best shot of the film. And Captain America's looking at the, oh. Best, and, that, that wide shot. Oh, and he's in, and Captain is looking in the sky. Oh, that's just such a breathtaking shot. And he slowly gets up and he puts the broken shield around his arm and cinches it. And he's like, if it's you and your army against me, baby, let's rock. And the next scene, my son said people stood and applauded is when Black Panther comes out of that thing. They well, said, first, 
First, you get on yeah, your left. I think I know. Go ahead, Johnny. I know what you're going to say. You, you hear um, uh, Sam. Yes. Yes. Captain, you on met? your left. He was like talking yes. to yeah, yeah. On your left. And oh. then they, they uh, my son was like, people stood up. And when the thing came out, they're like, oh, snap. And they said, when they saw Black Panther walk in, people clapped. And I was like, they're also clapping because they know if he's there, Wakanda's so exactly. He's like, and probably Wakanda. And I was like, oh, yeah, Wakanda has an army. And everybody else is coming. And I'm like, but slowly all these, but for me, the part, I love Black Panther. And that hit me hard, but not as hard as that broken shield. That is the scene of the movie for me. So symbolic. It's, it broke my, I was like, I want to be him. Where he's like, he, he straps on the shield like it actually is something still. It means something. Yeah, like something. it's going to do anything. It means yeah, yeah, something. Yeah. The yeah. little star that's cracked means something. I'm Captain freaking America. And he gets up. Oh, my God, that messed me up. And he was ready. Yeah, man. Oh. All those multiple portals open up and everyone starts walking through. I mean, I'm just, dude, literally oh, tears dude. just streaming down it my was, face. I'm so excited. And it was this. so fitting that the first person to have his back is Black Panther. Because he remember when he's like, I know somewhere we can go. And Cap went to Wakanda. And I was like, it makes sense that he had his back before. He's the first one to have his back this time. Same with Sam, though. Sam, too. But I was like, this is so important, these things that are happening. And I love that, like, when, when uh, A, the fact that Steve Rogers was going to fight anyway. But here's the thing that got me. When he saw all those people, Thanos smiled. He's like, now it's a fight. Yeah, now we got a party. God, come on, G. He <laughs> loves this. Yeah. He, it's not a thing that he's scared. He's like, yes, this is what I like doing. Now it's not boring Now anymore. it's not boring anymore. They, the Russo brothers could have made him look scared. But they're like, that's not Thanos. He loves war. He loves it. And here's the thing. That's when I knew, head up, there is no beating Thanos. Fist for fist, pound for pound, you're not beating him. You have to outthink Thanos. That's it. He's built for this. But I didn't think about it at that time. I just was like, oh, no, he's smiling. But that doesn't matter because they'll just beat the smile off of his face. I was wrong. <laughs> I was totally wrong. You're better than me, man, because coming out of that movie the first time we saw it together, when we walked out, we didn't really have a lot of time to talk about it. And I don't really know what I could have said. Like, what I'm getting at is you had all these thoughts that were already processed. I was so in awe of what was going Dude. on on the screen. I knew that I was going to have to watch it again to even do this fucking podcast because there was so much going on I had to process. Yes. I Well, I tried to process this after the movie was over. I kind of was just like, all right, let me try to put these wrinkles into my brain real quick. Of what I just saw. And now I never have to do that. I could just walk out and remember stuff. This one, it hit me again. It's not fair. I might have to watch it again because everything after Cap strapping on that shield, I just couldn't digest it because it was just it. That part was so deep for me. And I don't know why. I don't think they meant it to be that deep. But when he took that broken shield, dude, and strapped it, then I don't care who all comes. It's great that everybody came. The fact that he was willing to do it by himself 
the battle's over for me then, right then. You've always had that special emotion for Cap, it seems like, is particularly in Infinity War. Yeah, isn't that weird? Not really. I mean, after all, he does have America's ass. You know what? <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're that totally right. Awesome. And, and the, the funny thing is, I would think it would be, I would have this feeling for other characters automatically. But for this one, it was uh, um, like how much he believed from the beginning. There was no part, like if I would have stopped, paused the thing and said, hey, Cap, did you believe that you'd be here fighting? He would be like, yeah, I believe that this time was always going to come, that I'd always see my friends again. I never doubted it. I believe he'd say that. Be like, yeah, I knew they'd come. I knew I'd see them again because he just has endless hope. And so when he was just like, I'm going to strap on this shield. He wasn't strapping on the shield to die. He was strapping on the shield because like, I will fight until I can't fight anymore. He, that's just, what character is this? Like, who is this guy? Who is this There's guy? There's a reason he leads the Avengers, man. He's the Damn. guy that dived on the grenade. He is the guy that dives on the grenade. You know? God damn it, I'm going to miss Chris Evans. He's been amazing. Like, it, it makes me want to give him a standing ovation. Because everything that happens after this, the shield, even if Sam is not the greatest Captain America, the thing is, Chris Evans put so much into that shield that someone else can be infected by that amazingness. That's it. Because it represents something. You don't have to do great. That shield represents something now because of Chris Evans and what he did with the character. And a lot of it, what the Russo brothers put on to, they made it deeper than it used to be. They really did a great job. And I just fell in love with this character. And uh, when everybody comes and they started fighting, um, I did get choked up when um in two other parts when the girl when the women were like we got this oh god i said the russo brothers came for blood they came for blood can i i may have an unpopular opinion on that go for it i thought it was i thought it was cool but i'm gonna be honest with you and i felt a little better about it once my daughter mentioned it but to me it felt a little shoehorned i'm gonna be honest yeah i'd agree with that that scene i'd agree with that yeah I think it's like, little, I didn't need to, I understand where they're coming from. Yeah, yeah. 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 I understand where you're coming from. I get yeah, it. And, you yeah. know, and women are strong too. And then just, I get all of that, but it just felt like it was shoehorned in. Yeah. It, it didn't it need to be totally there. totally worked for me. Maybe I'm a That's sucker. cool. And to each oh, yeah, their own. I'm just totally saying. It totally worked for me. And, and I said that I was walking out of the theater and I said that to Gail. I said, you know, and I said exactly that. I said, it just felt like it was like kind of shoehorned. I don't know what it was about it. It just, it, it didn't rub me the wrong way. Um, I thought it looked really cool. I appreciate what they were doing. It just didn't feel right to me for some reason. And, and Gail feels like you did. She's like, oh no, I thought that was awesome. And I remember when we watched it together, all of us, she was just like, yeah, she like threw her yes. fist up in the air about it. And I completely get that 100%. But then my daughter's like, you know what? I got to agree with you. I didn't really feel it was necessary to have that. And it kind of made me feel a little bit better because I was feeling like a bit of a misogynist at the, at that moment in time. But I don't know. And I'm That's glad fair. that Johnny agrees a little bit too. I've heard other it's people just, say just, that. I've heard other people say the same thing. I, I think it was just maybe one or two characters too many. You know, where they were all getting together. It, 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 the, the reason it felt a little bit overdone was because they, like I say, there's maybe two or three characters that joined that group more than they needed to, to make that point. It was like saying something important that you could just say with your normal voice, but they decided to use a really loud megaphone. Yeah, for yeah, it. yeah. Like yeah, we get yeah, it, yeah, but you go. don't have to yell yeah, it. Yeah, 
You know what I mean? But that thing, I mean, I don't want to like focus on that too much. It was just something that I was, I'm glad that Steve brought it up because it was something that I wanted to see if anyone else felt that way. Okay. But anyway, that's all. all. Steve's like, okay, asshole. No, no, no. I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not saying. <laughs> you insensitive prick. I am not saying anything. I'm saying it worked for me. It didn't work for them. That's okay though. Everyone has yeah. an okay. Uh, yeah, it totally, it got me. It got me in my feels. Um, it was good to see those ladies uh, coming out and fighting and all that stuff. So like, yes. So I got suckered in by it. So, um, And then the other part that touched me was when Spider-Man came out doing his Spider-Man thing to Tony. Like, I'm like, he's right yes. back to normal. He's right back to Spider-Man. Oh, my gosh. And then there was this. And Tony just. Mr. Stark. Oh, and Tony just looking <laughs> yeah. at him being like, I missed this. And it used to annoy the hell out of me. Yeah. And I and that's the part that got me, Steve, is because he just like mid sentence, just like hugged yeah. him, just squeezed like, him, like, "Oh my nice. god, I missed He's you." Like, this yeah. is nice. Yeah, <laughs> and it was so adorable. And I don't know how I didn't see it then. How didn't I see it right then? I should have. I'm like, oh, that's a combination that I'm gonna really miss seeing on screen. Yeah, I should have seen it. Oh, he's gonna go. I should have. I should have seen it then. But for uh, and then later on. As the battle's going on, mind you, they make an allusion to them winning. But then when they pull out, you see there's a lot of Thanos army left. Like it's an endless field of things. Yeah, they're still kind of evenly matched. Exactly. So I'm like, okay, either this fight scene is going to be four hours long. I wasn't thinking this then, mind you. I thought this after the fact. I was like, yeah, the fight scene would have had to be four hours long for it to continue. Till they were one last person and it kept on going and uh i loved the how did you like valkyrie her little thing that she was doing oh i liked it she was on i know it's not a pegasus but it looked like a pegasus yeah that's straight out of the comic you know actually there is only one there's only one pegasus that's the name of a horse that flies but it's the same uh beast it's if a you will, beast right? in the form of what the named horse pegasus is I don't know what they call it. They call it something else for the movie. It's like a, it's like, it's got a name and I forgot what she, what the name was. I was like, I was hoping Dan knew. Before we hit that moment, there's something that we're missing. That's super important. Oh, I can't wait. And this is where you saw me get super emotional, Steve. It's when Steve Rogers stares him down. Everyone's behind him. And he oh, just says, dude. Avengers. Assemble. I, I know you lost it. my yeah. shit right there. It was fine. Yeah. Oh my God. Finally. More again, just the waterworks coming out of my eyes. It was such a beautiful scene. I was already like, for me, yeah. That oh, there it is. Yeah. Your Avengers Assemble is my strapping on the shield. Getting up, spitting out, not he didn't spit out blood, but in my brain he did. <laughs> but and <laughs> strapping it. And it, he also cinched a massive wound in his arm. When he sent, when he strapped on the uh, shield. Oh, but anyway, yeah, the Avengers uh, assemble was like, oh, that's dope. That's dope. And it's what it was like the Russos paying us back for all this time that we've waited to hear it in the first place. Yes. Yes. So many payoffs in this movie. It's amazing. They, they it was so it, the, the game plan was so perfect. But this game plan had to start with Joss Sweden because he purposely didn't put in the Avengers either. It was a long game. It's just genius. <laughs> they, Makes me kind of wonder if they were, maybe they didn't know exactly what the part in the expression end game was going to be, but I wonder if they were purposely saving that, knowing that they would put it in. Oh, for sure. Because it was very effective, man. And people were like, just 
there were arms going up. There yes. was fists in the yes. air for that part. Yes. Like it hit the mark. It you know? was stuck the landing. It was great. I love. I mean, look, this whole battle we could go on for three hours. Um, everything that was happening. I loved how they were trying to get the glove away. Everybody took turns taking it. He's like Black Panther, give it to me. Uh, uh, give it to uh, uh. Oh, that bit with Panther, man, when he did his thing, yeah. dude. I oh. didn't even know the hitting the ground thing. I was like, what's that? So much better than in his own movie. Gee, I and he was just jamming. It. So much better, oh, bro. He is a problem, and so he, and then all of a sudden he gets gripped by this uh, wizard's hand, and I was like, uh oh, and then comes Spidey. <laughs> Bruh, Spider Man did such a good job. I missed him. Remember when he came out of the when everybody was coming out of the um the little portals and then he flies to the b- front of the screen and lands. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Another so shout out moment. That was so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was just and then when Doc it was good seeing Doctor Strange, don't get me wrong. But I realized, oh, he's my least favorite, turns out. Because okay. everybody that was walking out, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He walked out. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And so he's a huge player. In exactly. This, but he's just, there hasn't been enough put into his character yet for me to care. Just not yet. Um, I loved when apparently Scarlet Witch is stronger than we thought. Didn't know that oh, she Scarlet could just, Witch. Well, she's also pissed. True. Scarlet Witch but, in the comics is the most powerful of the Avengers. Pretty much. She's, I did not know that. She's super mega powerful. So she, she was changed. She changed him. the whole universe at one point. There was so, a whole. Oh, okay. So you she, weren't shocked by her almost killing him. They were essentially giving her the credit she deserves. In yeah, yeah. She's she's super powerful. Yeah, I was shocked. I was like, oh, she's about to kill. And then he's like, rain fire. I was like, I wonder what that means. Mm. And I I found out. It also, again, proves that he's just so vicious because he didn't even care at this point anymore. If he died, he, he didn't, didn't care. care about any nope, of his crew. Or him. As long as Thanos stayed alive, he was fine with it. He just wanted everyone to die. Totally, dude. And they, and it was a, an effective thing to do. But even after that, he had a grip of people, G. I was like, how many people did he bring? He brought a grip. First of all, is there any what? First of all, y'all talk about the battle because I'm already at in my brain at the end, but y'all aren't. So what? Um, what other things caught your brain in the battle? I think that Scott Lang needs some credit here, man, because he did some cool shit in this yeah. one. When he turned into Giant yes. Man and socks that whale, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was like oh, that was great. Scott did that, and yeah. then he also not only did he do that, but he saved Hulk and he saved Hawkeye in that part by growing the way he did. That's true. Super cool. Another thing I really appreciated in this one is when Tony looks at uh, Dr. Strange and he's like, you said there was 14 million outcomes and one outcome that's only the good one for us. Is this the one? He tells him, if I tell you, it won't happen. Super important. And And then eventually when what happens, happens, he looks at Dr. Strange. Dr. Strange does nothing, but it just puts the Mm -hmm. the one finger up. Like, this is it. This is your moment, moment, man. So important. So effective. Now, the part after that, I am confused by. Such as how he got the the jewels or the stones. I have no clue. What about you, Johnny? Is there any favorite parts you want to talk about or anything that we I missed? Love when Captain Marvel was trying to break his fingers. <laughs> yeah, he was trying to split those bad boys yeah, apart, yeah. huh? Yeah. And he just he pops showed off the, him. It pops off, was it the power stone and just bam. Yeah. Boom! <laughs> Punches are off the battle. 
We do yeah. not see. Yeah, I her thought that anymore. was kind of cool how he could take out an individual stone and make something yeah, happen that for was my you know, thinking to make it work. And for mind him. you, did you notice and the way how he she took brought out- the ship down as well? Uh, yes. that was that was spectacular. Did you notice how he took out the stone and it fused into his other hand? Yes. So that that's why I'm like any glove will work. All it takes is the stones. Then the yeah, stones yeah. will find their way into the glove. So that's why I was like, yeah, you could just fit it in any stone, any glove. And she punched, he okay. punched the hell out of her, G. Like, I'm like, she's recovering for the battle. For the whole battle, she's shaking that off. And I was like, okay. But, but it was dope that you see how he tried to headbutt her and she didn't even flinch. It, Captain Marvel, who's you referring to, right? Yeah, she, he tried to headbutt her. And it was like headbutting a wall. She didn't even move, dude. Oh, she looked at him like, that's all you that's got? That's all you got. He's like, as a matter of fact, I do have a bit more. Would you like to see? (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you asked. (laughs) And then he, I mean, at that point, I'm like, okay, he might end up. And that's when we saw, um, you know, everybody sees he's about to do this thing. And he looks at, then Tony looks at uh, Dr. Strange. And Dr. Strange looks at him and said, this is the one. God. Oh, it's heartbreaking. (laughs) And right when he did that, I'm like, oh, no, I know now. (laughs) I know what I've been wanting to know for a year. I just found out what it's going to be. And then when he runs over there and he starts grabbing on it frantically, I'm like, I don't think that was the plan. And then he just pushes him away. And he's like, I am inevitable. And then what does Tony say, Dan? I will tell you that in just a second. But to answer your question, Steve, or what you didn't understand about that part... I'm thinking that he used some of that because he was wrestling with the glove, right? Yes. Or struggling with it. Probably a better way of saying it. I think the nanotechnology was what individually picked those stones out. True. But how does he make the nano know that it's supposed to pick up something out of another? I'm like, wait, how does that work? Stuck it. Well, I mean, it can, he can think about what he needs it to do when it does it, right? So that means if Thana was like, I want to keep it, it should have stayed with him. I don't know. I mean, I think you're not the only person that I've heard say that. I didn't know. I was like, how does this, how did he get the things out of the glove? If both of them are, I want to keep it, so do I, the nanotech doesn't move. I don't know. I haven't heard anybody say anything solid about that yet, where it was just like, oh, okay, that makes all the sense in the world. And it might just be one of those things that you just have to. That's what I did. I was like, I don't care. I don't mind if a ghost came from another region, pulled them out and gave them to Tony. I don't care. All I know is that he got it. And those next two, he's like, I'm inevitable. And he snapped and nothing happened. Tell me how weak that didn't make. It literally was him just snapping into air. It made him look so weak. I'm like, that's hilarious. Yeah, he just kind of had a look on his face. Tony said, I am Iron Man. And And I just lost it again. Do Do you remember the last time he said that? Yeah. The the very last part of uh, the yeah. very last scene in Iron Man. And then later on, we see John Favreau with his dog. Do- anyway, we're not going there yet. Yeah. yeah. Almost there. Almost there, Steve. Oh, that did mess me up. That Ooh, it almost messed me up. I was like, I see what they're doing. I see what they're doing. He's like, yeah, I created this. Favreau kind Anyway. <laughs> so, um, so, so, uh, t- everybody starts fading away. I thought Thanos wouldn't fade away, G. Because it took him a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, maybe he's gonna. 
He's going to have to sit there and just see all of his people fading and then be surrounded by this group of monstrosities of, of, of uh, you know, Avengers and superheroes. But he just sat there like, huh, so this happened, huh? I wonder if that means anything, because if you'll recall when Peter Parker went, he took he was like the like everyone was ghosting around yes. him and he was the one that he had like a, a bit of a narrative. Mm-hmm. I don't feel good, Mr. Stark. You know, he's doing, he falls down. There's this dramatic moment. So it was about the same amount of screen time, wouldn't you say? Yeah. I don't know if they're if they're trying to. I don't know what that means exactly. If it was just for the purpose of uh, dramatics or what. But I did think about that. It's like, okay, well, Peter Parker took a long time to die. Why is it taking him so long too? But they're two different people. Yes. They're obviously not the same. They're not equals. So I don't really know what that means, or if it was just for all for. And all- you know, cinematic. Another purposes. thing I don't understand, which is perfectly fine because this is just magic. Um, I guess you can somehow think about who you want to disappear. Yeah. How does that work? Because you have the it's the reality stone. If I'm I not know, mistaken. but that means you have to think about or the mind stone. I'm not sure exactly which one it is, but one of those is giving you the power to kind of it 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 serves your whatever purpose you need it to exactly. serve. Exactly. That's where the infinity gauntlet comes into play. That's where all the stones working there that are coming into play is that you can now do whatever you want. You are the most powerful being in the in the universe. I mean, mm. that's how I took you it. You are, but you're not so much cuz remember he couldn't snap Natalie back. So it's like, okay, there's some people you can snap and then did Thanos have to be like 50% of human beings? They're gone. And did Tony have to be like only this evil bunch and think of each one of the evil bunch? I'm like, wait, how does that work? I kind of think, and Johnny, let me know what you think about this. I kind of think again, that I think it's whatever you want it to do in my head. It was just like Thanos just did like a randomizer. I need 50% gone. Hit, make it. So I don't care who it is. Just make it. So whereas for instance, uh, when the Hulk snapped, he knew that he wanted to bring back all the people that were gone. Plus, he wanted to go for Nat, which didn't work. The second part of that is that I think it's because the, the reason that she didn't come back is because you need to have a soul for a soul to get that stone. Right. Okay. That's why she didn't come back. And that's why Gamora that's back isn't the same Gamora. It's the younger version because you can't get back Gamora after she's been sacrificed for the soul stone. That makes sense. But but what about the like with with Tony? He just says only Thanos's people in Thanos. It was just like yeah. kill these bad guys. It's like, huh? Take everyone off this field that shouldn't it's be like here. Right now. A, Here's a, my th- a wish off a genie. Do you know what I mean? It can be whatever you want it to be, because all those stones working yeah. together basically control everything. Yeah, I guess. Um, which I didn't even. I was like, it's. I'm perfectly fine with either one. I think when he did it and they, I was like, oh, so you could like control whoever you want to be gone. My thing is like, I thought, and I'm glad they didn't do it because it would have been corny. But I was like, if you don't snap away a grip of people, it should hurt you less. Like if it's going to hurt me, if I snap away a billion and it's going to hurt me, if I snap away a thousand, I'm like, I would think that the the thousand would hurt less. But if they would have done that, I would have thought it was corny. So I'm glad they made it. No, if you snap away one person, it kills you. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Because you're using it regardless. And exactly. um, what about, what do you, what did you think about, uh, do you think, did you like the way Thanos went or would you have rather him been like, no. Yeah, I liked it. No, I liked it. I thought it was very introspective. 
that's exactly the word I was just about to say. Like he, I think he was just sitting there being introspective yeah. and being like, well, huh. I guess this is it. I tried, yeah. but uh, maybe I could have done you something <laughs> different. What could I have done differently? Yeah. I'd leave the iron on still thinking yeah. about that. And then I wonder gone. if I could beat them as dust. Probably. And then he's gone. Um, how did you like Tony's death scene? Not like, let me change that. I hated yeah, it, but really loved well it. Done. Beautifully well done. I mean, again, you've got, you know, Tom Holland just breaking your heart, just like he did at the uh, end of the last no. one <laughs> with his, I mean, Mr. Stark, Mr. Stark. Oh God, oh. man. I was in tears. And uh, then Pepper. How bad? Oh, oh Pepper. Pepper. In, in, in the says, rescue yeah, uniform, yeah. by the what way. What she said to him as well. Oh, that was heartbreaking. Yeah. That oh, was heartbreaking. Man. Like all, She says, we're going to be okay. okay. Yeah. You can go. You can rest now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can rest. Oh, Thank my. You, and then tell me how dope it was that the first person to come over and put their hand on his cheek was War Machine. Yeah. He's like, you gave me my legs back, dude. You sacrificed. You gave me this life. You gave me this life. And he's the first one. That's not an accident. He's the one over there knowing you're going you're gonna to die. It's over. And he just touches his cheek and it's just like, oh. They put the right three people totally. in front of him that should Their be there. Their best friend. Yeah. Had to be those and three. And the dope thing is Pepper moved Spidey out of the mm. way. Yeah. It's like he needs to see me. The last thing he needs to see is yeah. me. And for her to be like, we're going to be okay. You can rest now. As in, you've been tormented your whole life. Now we're, everything's fine. Get some rest. Then you see that arc reactor power down Jeez. underneath her hand. And for once, Stark didn't have anything to say. Nope. You know, I, I, I like, oh, I like the spent. fact that they didn't give him anything to say some there. Quick, yeah. quirky. Yeah. It was per yeah. Brilliant. Fact. Shun. And the thing is, he ended dying, and the movie began with him on the verge of death. It's just, I mean, they're just geniuses, dude. They pulled, again, they pulled off something that I don't think anyone was expecting. No, they just did such a fantastic job with this, wrapping it up. No, I mean, I mean, what did you think in like the funeral? When you got to see them say, look at who we have. Look at all these people we've brought into your family household. Yeah. All of them. And man. Yeah, it was this like really sad roll call. Yes. And everyone was there for Tony. From Shuri. I mean, Shuri was there. Like everyone was there. Janet Van Dyne. Oh, come yeah. on. Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer's incredible. And then, then, you know, Nick Fury at the end comes in the background. And then you get the Favreau and Morgan thing that, oh, that broke that me was heartbreaking i'll buy you all the cheeseburgers oh, i will buy you all the cheeseburgers. your dad liked cheeseburgers because that was oh. in the first film as well wasn't it when he came back yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. in the first one too yeah. when he first came back oh. and the dope thing was like favreau's kind of giving you a i started yeah. all this yeah. i started the rolling of the dice now mind you Guillermo del Toro could be, or uh, David Goyer and them could be in this movie too, because of Blade from years back. But in this MCU, there was only one person that took the shot, and it was Favreau, a shot that nobody wanted to take. And he took it and was a producer for all the other films. And that was the movie that really 
everything was everything banking on. Was, if that movie would have failed, everything we would not be having this conversation right no now. No freaking question at all. Everything changed. And Iron Man was such a C-list Marvel character. Yes. And I love how they put on the wreath, here lies proof that Tony Stark has a heart. Do you remember what that's from? Uh, no. I believe it was Iron Man 2, and his first reactor didn't work anymore. It wasn't doing what he needed it to do. So he took that one out, and he threw it away and put the new one, and he had Pepper put that one in. And she was all afraid to do it because mm. she thought she was going to kill him by putting that thing mm -hmm. in. So he gives the other one to her and says, he like discards it. And she takes it back and she has it plaqued or has it, yeah. has it like encased in glass. And she gives it to him as a gift. You know how effective this movie was for me? It's so effective that I probably won't watch Iron Man again. Oh, I'm going back and watching all 22. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm on a marathon. I can't man. watch I'm Captain America it. anymore either. Like, I'm heartbroken. Yeah. Next few shows, be like, damn, what you been watching? Okay, I so I'm on I Thor. <laughs> I'll watch Thor. I have no problem with all those. It's just Cap and Tony, I can't do it. For a while. This one makes me want to go back and watch Iron Man 3 because I've only seen that movie one time in ver you know, wow. versus all the yeah. other ones. And I kind of forgot about it. There's a lot that I've forgotten it's about really this movie. Good. I mean, he starts dropped in and the middle of nowhere. <laughs> it's really good. And this is where we get Rescue, the first appearance of Rescue, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I'd completely forgotten about her. And when she showed up, I'm like, oh, shit. I just completely like she was just completely out of my memory. So it was nice to see her show up as Rescue. As we wrapping it up, are there any things in the closing scenes that really stood out to either one of you guys? I have a question. Do you guys know who the gentleman in the back was? The boy in the back with the dark hair? They showed I everyone at now, the funeral. But I no, no, you do I now. Did you get was. that, Johnny? I was going to ask you guys. That character is Harley Keener, played by Ty Simpkins. He's the kid in Iron Man 3. Oh, right. Yeah, Kaboom, right? Kind of yeah. blows the mind a little bit. I, yeah. I think that oh, was point. wow. I'm a hater. Well... I actually heard why that's that why? way. And I have to give credit where credit's due. This one came. I was just started listening to Pop Culture Leftovers, their take on this. And I listened to maybe like the first five, ten minutes or something. Um, what happened was all of those people were there because that day they shot. Thank you, Brian, by the way, for giving me this little bit of information. Um, they shot. It was like a, a Marvel reunion photo shoot. Okay. Oh. So they, they filmed that the same day. I'm sure they were, hey, guys, come over. Let's just do this. I would, I'm yeah, thinking I that's what it was. I don't think it was any kind of like particular callback, like they're going to use him later for another Iron Man or something. Yeah, I wouldn't have. But they lingered on him. Yeah, too I was like, who is that? I don't think they should have done that. I think they lingered on him, too, for because it's like, well, just like Johnny saying, who the hell is that? They got at least somebody knew who it was. I had to look. No, it up. true. But I'm saying unless it's pointing to something, which it isn't, it's just like, oh, remember it him? It took me out of it a little bit. Yes, exactly. Because then I was thinking, who's that? I would have rather that time spent on people we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why is he even there? How did he even hear yeah. about it? Well, who knows, man? Maybe they, because they were close in that. They, they oh, bonded in that I movie. Totally I do remember I that. I understand it. So maybe they just stayed in communication throughout the years. Maybe. Yeah, I understand, I understand it. But it was weird to see all these wonderful characters. Like you say, it was like a roll yes. call of all the people that we've seen with these strangers mm -hmm. there. And I was like... Who the crap is that? I, I, it took yeah, me out. And I was like, still didn't get it. I don't know if it took me out, but it definitely had me going, okay, who? That was the first thing I thought yeah, when yeah, I walked exactly, out of the yeah. movie was yeah, who the hell was that? Yeah. I had to look it up. I wouldn't have wanted that to even be in my yeah, mind. I yeah. would have been like, oh, yeah. <gasps> I wanted that to be the, oh my, because everyone that was anyone was in that crowd. And I thought that that was so important. Now, Again, at the end, anything that stood out for you guys? Like any end scenes after the funeral scene? Well, there's the cap stuff, obviously. 
That was a beautiful ending. That was incredible. There is a part after the funeral where Hawkeye's sitting next to the river, does the lake. Does anything happen then? That's important. That's the scene where he's talking to a Scarlet Witch. Yes. Does anything And he's happen just telling her, he's like, I really wish I could have, there's a way that I could let her oh, know, they both know that we okay. won. Yeah. And then that's when she goes, she knows. They both, they both know. know. Okay, cool. Yeah. And they're talking um, about Gamora and, and Scarlet, right? Um, you know, that's the thing about Gamora. She just kind of dipped out all of a sudden. Like when she, because Quill went up and said, I missed you. And he touched her face and then she kicked him in the nuts. Mm. Nebula comes up and she's like, this is the guy. Yeah, that's the one. It was either him or the tree talking about Groot. And then she's just, she's just gone. Yeah. So I don't know what's up, but I did notice that when Thor joins the guardians on the ship. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he's, they're having that kind of like a tug of war thing back and forth with the map. Brilliant. They're right before they do that. And I didn't notice it the first time, but they do show Gamora on there and it says missing or searching or something like that. Uh, so that's probably going to be oh, part of sure. the arc of, of Guardians 3 is finding uh, Gamora and how sure. they get back together. Yeah. So but I, I really thought that that was promising. And I love the scene between Quill and Thor because they still have that rivalry, yeah, even though Thor's great. like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're in charge. But he's and, like looking at him like, bullshit, you're in charge. <laughs> and so, again, it so went great. on that little bit too long again, didn't it? Do you little know what bit. I mean? there was it was that so uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> but that's good stuff, though. I yeah, like that. Brilliant, great, here's brilliant. what they did was genius. He's like, we all know who, you know, they're laughing, laughing. You all know who the king is. And Thor shoots him a very serious stare. And then he's like, it's you. I'm like, dude, <laughs> his comedic yeah. timing oh, yeah. is so good. Because he could, it's, it's per, it was a perfect situation. For me, um, again, though, I loved... Uh, what I didn't know now, but now I know I loved seeing Cap in the suit for the last time. I didn't know it was the last time then, but gosh, how didn't I know? How didn't I know? But when he, how did you go? What do you guys think that he did? Why did he take the hammer back in your opinion? Oh, well, when he went back, when he went back to drop all the stones off. Yeah. Why do you think he took the hammer? I'm not really sure, man. That's gone one, when he comes what? back. I think I was so fixated on on his mission of what he had to do and what he was going to do yeah. mm. that I kind of didn't really think about that. So is there anything? Are we missing something that's like right in front of our face? I don't because they focused on it once. He gets up there, picks it up, goes, comes back without it. Well, he doesn't come back. Yes, he does. He comes back as an old man. Oh, I meant as the, you know, the yeah, current. But cap. it's gone. I would have thought he would have given it to Thor while he went up to the ask with, with the Guardians of the Galaxy. That's a really good point, Steve. I'm I don't like, know, man. I'm going to be thinking about that now. I mean, in my wildest dreams, he's fighting throughout the wonderful dreams of 70 years with the hammer. In my brain, he's kicking Nazi butt, a bunch of slave traders he's destroying. He's doing it all. And that's what I think happened. But it seems to me, and that's great. That sounds actually pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with it. <laughs> That's my brain. Yeah, I don't know, man. Because I honestly, I, I don't know how the hell I missed that on two views and didn't even bring that up. But I don't know, man. I think that uh, him going back, I think he was done. I think he did what oh, he had he to do. Finished. He put all the stones back in yes. place. But I don't see him going back, finding Peggy, and then continuing to be Cap. I know. But in my brain, he's beating people up. With no, it's mind. fantastic. I love it. <laughs> but it's not true at all. I know. He's, I want to see him hit a Nazi in the head. I with would Mjolnir. love <laughs> That'd be it. dope. But I think here's the funny part. When he said, 
keep everything together until I if things uh, until I get back until I get back right I should have been like right then I should have been like oh wait he's just pretty much saying hey I'm not doing this again I'm he not tells g- Bucky he says don't do anything stupid until I get back he's so, like that's impossible because you're taking all the stupid with that you. was so funny oh, that was a great line <laughs> and literally he did know he's like oh no I'm either gonna be back in two seconds or I'm gonna be back in two seconds because you're gonna see me regardless and sure enough. He was at that bench and, and the, did you, I, d- why you know, it you- doesn't answer your question, Steve, I'm sorry, but it doesn't answer your question, but maybe he took Mjolnir back because it was kind of gifted to him by Thor, right? Yes. So maybe he took it back with intentions of just ha- like, that's my hammer. I'm going to, if I need this, if shit goes crazy, when I'm trying to put I these hope, things back, I'll use I it. Hope that's but why. now he's back and he's like, you know what? I don't need this anymore. I think I'm just going to. Because they said that he blew past his, uh, I forgot what the words was, but he he blew past his entry point to get back to where it was supposed to be. They saw that. That's true. So I'm thinking he just decided at the last minute, you know what? Screw this. I'm going back. I'm going to get my last dance or spend the rest of my life with the woman I love. What if he goes back in time and he's no longer worthy of picking it up? Maybe. Or if he brings it, who could take it to Thor? He brings it and leaves it next to that bench. Who could take it? Maybe it's just a brilliant setup for phase four that we're not, we don't even know what's going to happen yet. Also, there's a whole movie that could be shown what happens in the 70 years ago up until (laughs) there's like a movie there. I want to know what he was doing, how many folks he killed, how many Nazis he slaughtered. I want to hear that. But um, (laughs) I think, I think, uh, is there a reason Dan or Bucks that you think Bucky let Sam go talk to him? Was wondering that. He said, you go. I think Bucky couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. I can't see my friend like that. Sam could. Because he only met him recently. Yeah, but they were they were so much stronger than that, though. Like, their relationship was so much stronger. Maybe. Maybe just out of love, he didn't want to see his... his yeah, it's this, his boy for years. His best friend, who's also freaking Captain America, this frail man yeah. now that doesn't even... Who knows? It didn't look like he was even having... Like, I didn't realize he could age like that. That's amazing. So, but then again, he's also been transported in time and preserved so that maybe he was just yeah. aging in the, you know, currently. Yes. That's I don't exactly. know. That, I, but I, I was thinking more along the lines of, it almost seemed like he knew that, that he was, what he was going to do. I think he, maybe he saw the shield and just, it's not for me. I, I don't know. I, I was thinking about that. I'm not I, entirely sure. I did love how he walked up. Any one of me, if I was directing the film, I'd make it like lip quivering immediately Sam just smiles. I was like, oh, he's happy for him. He's like, you lived your life, man. Like he is, you see how happy he is for him? He's like, oh. That's what everyone wanted for him, dog. That's what everyone wanted for him. That scene right there, Steve, I was watching it. And then when it happened, I looked over at you and I went, Steve's my falcon. Will you stop it? He's my fucking falcon, man. I would, you know what? Would you give me the shield? Hell no, I'm not going to give you You're the shield. Cat. I'm selling it on eBay. You're a cool cat. You know, here's a great <laughs> quote that he did. He said, I am going to try my best. And he said, that's why I gave it to you. Yep. He didn't want him to be perfect. He said, I know that even if someone does it better than you, they're not trying their best. You, on the other hand, will. That is so, he- that's Captain America. That's Captain America. I know you'll do your best. And then when he said, you want to tell me about Peg? 
No, I don't think I will. How touching. I just thought it was great. Oh, it's such a per. He said, this is mine. Yeah. I've shared all this other stuff with you. This is mine. This This is is what I've always wanted. Oh. From the moment I woke up, this is what I wanted. I'm not ready for this movie. And it really solidified things. We kind of skipped over in act two, but it really solidified that when he he goes back in time and he sees Peggy. Yeah. Yeah. That's when he made the decision. That was the key moment. Yeah. Yeah. That's when he knows what he's got to do. It's so interesting in this day of social media, this day of going to concerts and all you see are phones, these days where you go and you see a star and instead of asking for an autograph, you take pictures, how he said, that memory is mine. If we just started doing that, instead of going to see my uh, whoever you want to see, Elton John, and taking a photo and just being like, you know what? Instead of taking photos, this is mine. You guys can't have it. Well, he's older and wiser. And I need to start doing that. It really hit me where it's like, you know what? If I meet a star, I'm not going to take a picture with them. I'm just going to shake their hand and be like, this memory is mine. This is all mine. You can't have it. Yeah, I'm not not doing that. Well, Paul McCartney, just just calm down. <laughs> yeah. Just calm. Johnny's like, you're crazy. I'm still mad at you. <laughs> no, no. To be fair, that was Paul's idea, not mine. Was it, Bucks? <laughs> what did you walk up and be like, "Hi, I'm Johnny Bucks"? You know what? And he's probably telling the truth right there too. No, the he did. Is- we, we we didn't ask him. Uh, he just said, "I believe you." you. <laughs> he goes, "Do you want a photo?" We we're like, "Yeah, all right then." Here's how it happened. Photo. Bucks walked in, and Paul McCartney was like, "Hi, I'm Paul McCartney." And Bucks is like. Okay, since you asked, sure, let's do this. Be like, wait, what? What's, yeah. what's happening right now? <laughs> Johnny had his Hulk moment with the selfie. Dude, the <laughs> dude. Oh, Bucks, I am so mad at you right now again. All yeah, over again. How? Anyway, we're not going to do that. Yeah, we'll save it for another show. Oh, we will. Our music show, because I'm going to be upset at you all over again, because you got to hug the man that wrote Lovely Rita. I am so mad at you. <laughs> Unbelievable. But um, so um, the end credit scene, do you know that actually does mean something? Yeah. Oh. Are you talking about the very end Yeah, thing? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, well, because I did my reading when I went home. Oh, like, okay. seriously, I stared at my phone for probably three hours after watching that because I was just so blown away at what I, I was trying to, I listened to podcasts. I, I watched YouTube videos and theory videos and all that kind of stuff. And, I only you know, got for, theories. I didn't get the truth. I don't know. Only got theories. Well, so what go, did you hear? I only, I heard that it was the sound from the Iron Man movie. Yep. That's what it is. Is it true though? Do we know? That's what I've heard. Okay. I, mean, I wish I had the article in front of me, but I'm I'm pretty sure Marvel came out and said that yes, that's just sort of an homage to Tony. It you got your you you got a, a beginning all the way to the end. That's and you know I I'm lying. I did tear up again. I teared up when the, all the silhouettes were coming up to forefront. Oh yeah, especially when I Tony was, came on. Oh my! And at the end, it's tough. But let me tell you something. You know who had the best on the lowdown? The best silhouette. Who's that? Freaking Hawkeye. His thing was crazy. I said, yo, if that was the dude, I am watching the movie. Everyone else had a decent silhouette, but Hawkeye's was like from the back and he's looking to his side. I'm like, oh, that's pretty dope. I loved him all though. When they showed Cap, that's when I teared up again. Tony, I didn't tear up. But Cap. Yeah, Tony got me, man. I I just, uh, I just wasn't ready for it. And and more importantly, we now live in a world 
where there will be no more Tony Stark as we know it. Not at all. Yeah, it's true. You know, the Marvel universe is changing and we're not going to ever have that again. Like I was saying at the beginning of the podcast, this is so monumental, so important, and it's never been done by anything. When Star Wars Episode Nine finishes, I'm sure I'm going to be thrilled, but I won't. It won't be like this. They didn't do what Marvel did. No, they did not pull that feat off. And And it's just, uh, it's just so important, man. I think it's we're lucky to live in a time like when when we're older and people ask us something like that. You know, like what was the most cinematic feet you've seen the the most ridiculous thing you've seen done this is always going to be it for me because i don't know who's going to top it unless like you said steve it's marvel again that's the only people that can do it and i loved like that last the last scene in my brain is the equivalent of you've just seen the most amazing opera you've ever seen in your life the lights go down and they start bringing each actor one by one so that you could give them the standing ovation that they deserve and at the end, Tony comes out. It's just like, oh, that's how you end a movie. But that's not how you end a movie. That's how you end a story that's gone on for 11 years, saying, thank you guys for joining us. These are our characters. And look, even though the characters are technically going to be still in the movies, they're signing off because Thor isn't that Thor anymore. Hawkeye isn't that Hawkeye anymore. Those are the last of those people we will see because they are not them anymore. That is incredible. (laughs) That is incredible. So even if we do see them again, we won't see them again. God, what a movie. Yeah, man. I salute them. Salute, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Marvel. That's all I can say. Thank you so much, Russo brothers. Thank you. I will say thank you also. Thank you very much. The genius overlord, Kevin Feige. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Thank you very much for bringing that up. Cause that's really the man we should be thanking. Who put this whole thing together. Also John Favreau. A yeah. Man we should be thanking. Chance taker. He is a, ch- he, the fact that you have a, both y'all picture taken brothers. You got a picture with him. I don't like to brag that I got a picture with Johnny. Johnny Fab says I call him. You're the worst. We're tight now. I'm like, hey, man, I got an idea for a movie. I, um, got, a, I got a picture with Let me nobody. pitch this to you real quick. And he was like, eh, maybe. Iron Man, I'll think about it. And I don't like to take a lot of credit is what I'm saying. Well, yeah. I mean, you probably were like a man of iron. And he's like, I'll think about that. I'm like, hear me out, dog. I got this all the way. I have a vision that will take full form in 2019 if you just hear me out for a second. He listened. So you're welcome. Good job. And people, you, you know what this means, though, Steve. It means you're going to get you're going to get a Stevie picture one day. Don't mess mm. with me, Johnny. No, it's, it's, we need to make that every, Everything's got to balance out, right? Easy, I, Thanos. <laughs> Here's the problem. <laughs> I only want pictures. Well, now that Prince is gone, I only want pictures with Stevie and McCartney. That is it. That's I, pretty all. good at Photoshop, dude. Stop it, man. <laughs> I'm just Stop trying it, to help. Man. I want a picture. with, And not only that, but I want a picture like this. Here's what I see. Me, first of all, posing with Stevie. Fine. And then I also want Paul McCartney next to me. I'm singing something. He's in shock. And someone catches the picture. Wow. That's not too specific. <laughs> 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 Sounds pretty simple, Steve. We can make that happen. <laughs> Hey, real quick before we go, I know we, it's time to get going here, but any idea what this movie made this weekend? You guys have any idea? I'm going to go 1.2 billion. 
I think you read that, Steve. <laughs> but that was <laughs> you're not fooling me, buddy. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's why I did. Fucking Harlequin, you. <laughs> yeah, man, 1.2 billion in the first five days. Which you know what I'm about to ask you right now. No, no. Will it won't. Avengers Endgame beat Avatar? No. Yes. No. Yes. I'm thinking yes. I hope no. so. It's so much. And if it film. doesn't, it's going to be super close. It's going to be close, but it's front loaded. That's what happened. You know, we've 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 talked. Yeah, and then you know, it's going to have a drop off eventually. Yes. But and we've already talked about on the last show the factors that made that movie so big and how it, there's you know China's really a big part of that. Yes. But. I don't know, man. No, I, I think it. I think it has the power to take it. I it, really do. It How many could, people that saw it this weekend are gonna go and see it again? Maybe a few. I'm going to my third viewing tomorrow. Yeah, quite a few of them, I would suggest. But I would say that here's the. For me, in my opinion, I think that even though it will get close, I think so many people went up front, and everyone saw it up front. Whereas Avatar didn't necessarily have a target market. Like, even though a billions of people, like tons of people are going to go see um, Avengers, it's still targeted to people that have seen the other movies, which are a lot. But with Avatar, there was no target market. It was just, you don't have to ever have seen any other movie except this one, Come In Cold. And it just had legs. Remember, they brought it back months later. Because it just had legs and legs and legs, dude. I don't think that that's going to be the case for this one. Yeah, this isn't going to be a strong debate from me because you everything you're saying is totally true. I'm just saying that I think that it could do it. It better. And I, in my opinion, if my numbers are correct, I think it's already halfway there. It. The thing is, I think it should beat it. Like, if it does beat it, I have faith in the world. Because <laughs> yeah. this movie did something... That no one, gee, gee, when that hammer went into Steve Rogers' hand, give me a movie that did that. That's what I'm getting at. It No, I, I want it to win. I want it to win. I just don't think that it has the legs that honestly in that year, J, James Cameron just, his pulse was on the world. And he knew there is also wanted. one thing that goes with that is that when that movie came out, there wasn't anything that grand, nothing visually that had been out yet. It was so you have a lot of people that are that are really going for the yeah, for the spectacle true. of it. Yeah, yeah. First big 3D that th and the 3D was good. Yeah. The 3D was legit. Yeah, I think I saw it in 3D. It was sure. so good. dude. It was so good. And but again, I want this to win. Because I just believe that it means something. I want my son to look at Captain America and be like, that is a person that people should be like. Yeah, you're right. He sees injustice and attacks that injustice. Even if it's him against the world. That's, I mean, what more would you want? That's what we need. That's what we need right now. We need someone to be like, there's no way you'll win. And it's like, but if I beat him, I'll do it by myself. I don't need you guys then. I can beat him alone. That's the attitude we read. And it just, dude, why, Cap? Why did you go? <laughs> Love's a bitch, man. 
We'd kill Tony. We didn't need to. <sighs> anyway. Love is a bitch, Stephen. I'm sorry. It's yeah, true. you know what? Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. He shouldn't have left for that reason. That's. But we'll talk about that next time. Maybe I got Game of Thrones on my brain right now, but it's the things we do for love. <laughs> you know what? You're right. All right. Anyway, I know it's 3.30 in uh, the wonderful Kent. You know? Come on. This has been fun, guys. It has Thanks been. Thanks so much for, for playing along. I want to get I want to get Bucks on the on a music podcast. Because that could go on for 18 hours too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause did you did you see the video of him playing the Rio bass line, Dan? Of course I did. I don't know if you did. I'm very impressed. No, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm depressed. I am depressed because I'm like, oh, I'm not practicing today. No, there's no come point on, man there's no point forget <laughs> it i'll practice tomorrow yeah but i'm 30 years down the road man oh, i was man. gonna say he's got 30 years i on don't you, Steve. know don't feel bad. that doesn't matter you don't <laughs> when you're learning an <laughs> instrument i don't care if somebody has years on you you're just like i cannot close to do that no i can totally I, relate i sent i sent uh bucks this riff i got and i worked like for hours on it <laughs> And Bucks was like, well done. I'm like, yeah, I made my day. And then he sends Rio. Never sent me a riff. That's all I Gee, Because I you're not going to point be a, that it's out. It's such a silly riff. Hey, you that both only... got a live performance earlier. So, you know. I did. That doesn't happen often. I appreciate that. Especially. <laughs> oh. And we got a phone book reading that these people <laughs> won't hear. Oh, it. darn it. All right. Anyway, people, <laughs> the next. Thank you for sitting with us. The next voice you're going to hear is not only Dan the Man but Johnny Bucks. I love y'all. Thanks for sitting through this amazing podcast. I'm out. Before I go any further, I want to give Johnny a chance to plug himself. Not plug yourself, because that would be kind of freaky on the show. Hey, Johnny, why don't you go plug yourself? (laughs) No, hey, Johnny, seriously, tell these people where they can find you, man. Well, I'm out and about in a couple of bands in the UK. um, Groovesyband.com for all your party needs. And majestic-12.uk all your lovely acoustic shenanigans but yeah that's that's my main things uh thanks for having me on the show it's i'm a huge fan as you know all right johnny man thanks for coming on really appreciate it always good talking to you yeah nice one thanks guys people my name is dan ramirez you've been listening to episode 66 of the heroes of noise the avengers endgame special we're we hope you enjoyed yourselves i know there's just so much more we can talk about but there's only so many hours in the day so with that Ladies and gentlemen, I love you 3,000. Do you hear what I'm saying? 3,000. Thanks for listening to the show. Be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Avengers Assemble. All that good stuff. Peace. <laughs>